All right. We're back. What's up? Real quick before we start. Go ahead. What do you call a group of unemployed people? <laughs> okay. All right, you got me one. <laughs> really? You don't get it? No, nah, go ahead. Ezra Miller. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker dog. All right. All right, everybody. So we're back. You know what I'm saying? Me, him, and y'all. I'll ignore him. How was your weekend, man? How was your weekend? It was alright. It was alright. Father's Day weekend. We spent it with my, my girl and her family and shit. You said that shit like you had something to tell me. He was like, yeah, Father's Day weekend. No, uh, discover, no, no, I discovered my secret. I promise you. I promise you will have children before I have children. I promise you that. I hope that's not true. <laughs> I promise you I that. That's not true. How was your weekend, bro? How you doing? How, it, how was, was it? It was a weekend. It was a weekend. It was one of those weekends, man. But uh, it was one of those weekends, man. We got some sad news over the weekend. Uh, all us, all us creators out there, all us comic book fans, and just you know, art fans in general. Tim Sale passed away. Tim Sale passed away. Legendary artist, DC, Marvel, just legendary artist. And um, you may be familiar with you know his, his Long Halloween. Famous, he did Long Halloween, but he also did Superman for all seasons. And what I love about it, that's one of my, I think that's probably like my favorite uh, art job from him. Like, yeah. because, yeah, because I like Long Halloween, but Superman for all seasons is like, I like how he draws Superman. It's like this really like, almost like he, he's big and he's like, you look at him, it's like, oh, give me this imposing figure, but he's big and he still looks like the nicest dude in the world. Like, he looks like he could physically destroy anything, but he wouldn't. Like, that's like, and you could see that in his art. Like, you don't need the dialogue for right. him. Like, and it's, it's, it's dope. So, rest in peace to him, man, and uh, condolences to his family. They say when chance how he passed. I'm not sure, but, you know, I think he, I remember um, there was another, there was a couple other writers and artists, like, from D.C. who had posted that he was, like, in the hospital. Right. He was very sick, and they wanted the fans to know, and, and, and then he passed shortly thereafter, so. Damn, that sucks, man. Yeah. So, rest in peace to him, and condolences to his family. Right, Should we do the moment of time? But Go for it, bro. So, we need 10 seconds. Or five seconds. All right. Now to the episode. Happier thoughts, happier things. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's move on to Ooh. funnier, you know, brighter things. So, what we got going on the list today, bro? You you know, we did, as I started with the Ezra, Ezra Miller joke, let's just jump right into that. <laughs> so, apparently, apparently... You know, I don't want to, let's, let's, I don't want to, like, we're laughing, we joke. I don't want to make too many jokes about the Ezra Miller thing. Just because there's some serious allegations levied at them. And uh, I don't want to make light of that at all. But I'll talk about the Warner Brothers situation and we can definitely joke about that. Because <laughs> we're always laughing at Warner Brothers. So Warner Brothers is yet again in a, in a situation where, well, now they're in a situation where it's for sure, like, they can no longer uh, work with Ezra Miller. That's what the report is saying, like after this movie that they've already filmed there will be no more appearances of Ezra Miller as the Flash but they don't know what to do with this movie they don't know what to do with this movie they don't know like releasing because we're just reading like they could release it in the theaters with no publicity that doesn't that doesn't even sound yeah. like a good plan like how would you make you know I mean like you, you run the risk of it just like not bringing in any kind of like you know sales you know what I mean? you could do publicity run with like what do you I mean you could do like the thing is the other two stars of the movie is like okay so you, you you got Michael Keaton, and you've got uh, the the uh, Sasha Sasha Call. I think is how you say her name. I can, I'm sorry for is that. Is that Supergirl? Yeah, 
Okay. She's a relatively, you know, newer actor. So Yeah, she shouldn't be punished for Ezra Miller's bullshit. So like But I'm saying can run run it with her. You know what I mean? Run run it with them as the You know what I mean? That's a lot though. That's a lot. And you and to to have for them to have to deal with that. Like they gotta go on a press tour and have to deal with like the fact that Ezra Miller's not there. People know why they're not there. And then you know, they got to answer questions like, you know, how's it, you know, how's it feel, you know, having to do the movie and knowing that your main star is not here and may not be back and you know, all those different questions. And I mean, right. I don't feel like that's fair to them. So it's, it's weird. It's a weird situation. Like, I'm with Michael Keaton. I'm like, I don't want to answer questions like that. Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, like 70 some years old. He ain't got time for that. Right. <laughs> yeah, but you, but you gotta look at it from, from like, you, like you said, she's, what was Sasha Kahl? Was that, was I that? Like, yeah, okay. So if that's her name, right? Uh, you gotta look at it from her nice point of view too, too, right? right? She's. <laughs> yeah, she's a very good looking girl. Um, if she's a relatively new actor, you know what I mean? Should this movie, like, be not necessarily shelved, but should it be kept, kept on a low? You know what I mean? Should, should the numbers be shitty? You know what I mean? If her performance was, let's say it was done well. You know, let's say she put 100% of her effort into this. Which, you know, if she's a newer actor, you gotta assume that she did, right? Is it fair that, that like, you know what I mean? This movie kind of, like, tanks a little just because of Ezra Miller's bullshit, you know? So you're saying, like, is it, is it, I mean, Unfortunately, that's already the reality. Like the movie's already going to be affected by Ezra Miller's personal. Yeah, problems. so like that's what I'm saying. So keeping it even more on the low by not, you know, what I mean by trying to keep it out of the spotlight. You know what I mean? Like by purposely keeping it out of the spotlight because of Ezra Miller's bullshit. That doesn't really seem fair. Like like to, Michael to the performance of everyone. Yeah, yeah. Seems like, like to her performance specifically because Michael Keaton's already an established actor. Like if this shit tanks, that's kind of like all right, cool. He's going on to the next movie. He's still getting paid and he's already. Established. If he retires next month, no one's gonna bat an eye. He had a he had a good career. You're saying? making a really good point here because this this movie was supposed to like launch her, right? launch her character yeah. into the universe because of that's from, yeah when we heard from the leaks and stuff like that. Right, she was supposed right. to be there going forward. When so. Warner Brothers was still planning on expanding on this before Ezra Miller's bullshit and right. everything else with the but you would assume that, right? you would assume that you would need Ezra Miller. I mean, you don't need Ezra Miller necessarily because right. you could definitely do the next movie. The next movie you have Supergirl and. Flash shows up and it's a different act, you know. Boom, right. no problem. Just do it like that. It's no, it's not a big deal, really. It's not like right. but at the same time. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, it, it, if it's if it doesn't get that big drop, it does like affect like this was supposed to be her big debut. Right. At the same time, you know, you're running the risk of that because it was never. It's not like it's a Supergirl movie, right? You know, it was, if it was like if it was like Ezra Miller was the co-star and they did something wrong and then. Uh, Sasha was punched in Supergirl movie was shelved because of it that wouldn't be right, right. but this is the Flash movie and you know that's what happens when you're the lead and you have all this responsibility and then you fail to you know take on that responsibility in the right way and you know a lot of people gotta face the consequences not just the, act, the actors the crew it's a lot of people there's hundreds of people that worked on this movie through years through right. years different scripts Grant Morrison was just talking about um, how he, they worked on the movie with Ezra Miller and it's uh cause they, remember uh, Grant Morrison and Ezra Miller they wrote a script for Flash at one point they didn't they didn't end up using that script and uh, Grant Morrison spoke recently about why he said that because uh, they had written uh, a Flash movie that was essentially just a Flash movie like it wasn't like this big, big multi universe yeah thing, setting up right. everybody was just like let's tell a good Flash story and one of them was like absolutely not <laughs> like absolutely <laughs> not so like Grant Morrison you know they didn't but Grant Morrison said he got paid for it, which is cool. So they got paid for it, which is cool. So that's dope. But they they said that you know Ezra was nothing like this. Yeah, that before there was no signs of any of the allegations, none of the stuff that 
uh, Ezra's been accused of. None of the signs were there. That's what a lot of people say. But, you know, a lot of times when you're dealing with things like this, you don't see the signs. You don't see the signs. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because sometimes you need something to trigger. It. You know what I'm saying? We talked about uh, them potentially feeling like they had a, a certain level of power. I don't want to speculate too much on the Ezra stuff because it's still, you know it's a lot of legal stuff going on. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it could just felt like a little untouchable, so they yeah. could be a hacked out however the fuck they wanted to. Right, yeah. right, right. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know. But it's interesting to see like Warner Brothers is gonna hit with this and just in terms of the Flash franchise because I don't want the Flash franchise to go away. The Flash is a great character. There's the mythos, the universe, the Flash family from Wally West to Jay Garrick, Max Mercury, Jesse Quick. Go on and on and on and on. It's just a great, great universe on its own. In the middle of, in the middle of the DC universe, you got something that could be just as big as, you know, the Superman franchise and the Batman franchise. It's that it's that intricate and that in depth. So I don't I don't I don't I don't want him to throw away the flash. Just Ezra Miller's mischief. Yeah. Recast. Yeah. We will be okay. Recast man. We really only saw Ezra Miller like a handful of times. Yeah, like honestly, a handful yeah, of times. Like, it's, it's okay. Like it's alright. It's been it's been a it's been a while already, bro. Was when did the Justice League movie come out? The first, you know, the original one that dropped in theaters. Two, oh, 2017. Oh, man, it's been like five years, man. Right. And he's obviously not handling this fucking well. Just recast, man. It's not that big a deal. Especially since you got this whole multiverse thing going on right now. You know, recast, man. Fuck it. Right. I mean, even though we got the Snyder Gun in 2021, but that was shot in 2016. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't even have to be now. Just don't show the character forever. You don't need another Flash movie next year. See what I'm saying? No. Like, but, you know what I'm saying, within a couple of years, if you do decide to rebrand or you're like, let's revisit this character again, but let's look for a better actor, that's cool. Again, I know I've said it like a billion, gajillion times, but I would totally take a Wally West series. Like, I totally think They could do that too. They could easily make it a different, a different, you know, a different Flash. Yeah. You know? Flash, just a different Flash. Because, you know, they're, they're, they're really good at like these self-contained stories. Like, you look at the Batman, and it's like, that seems like it's really going to build like a really dope ass universe oh yeah like, first one was if you take if you take that that same concept throw us in an established world but like do it like the Flash series yeah like take of course you know the, the Flash series on the CW is coming to an end seemingly next year if that comes to an end you could do a, another series but that's different tonally um, it's a different story <laughs> different Flash different character you know do it on HBO Max and you do it you know different uh, different character you do Wally West that could be intricate as well you could do things that the show you know wasn't capable of doing as well and give it a you know give it enough money so it can you know push past some of its you know financial limits right but I'm saying but specifically make it self-contained and like make it like the Batman where it's an established world so yeah. like start it off we don't right need off an origin yeah, yeah, yeah right off the bat there's already been a Barry Allen he already was the Flash he died at an event you didn't even got you didn't even got to show like don't even think hard about it don't even think hard about it like oh how, how do we show the event you didn't even got to show it you should do a flashback you show Barry Allen running, he gets disintegrated, whatever. His suit is left behind, yada, yada. Wally becomes the Flash, and just start the show like that. And that would be like a great, like, coming-of-age story, you know, getting into your mentor's shoes. That'd be a pretty cool show, you know. Because, like you said, after just doing this Ezra Miller Flash movie, because if it comes out, if it comes out in theaters or it comes out on HBO Max, whichever, if it comes out, then to do another one right after with another actor maybe maybe would be a little weird, especially if yeah. it's Barry Allen. Yeah. But if you little... just but if you took it the, just the concept of Flash and just did a different character, did Wally yeah. West and different story on HBO Max, uh-huh. then I think you'd get away with it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, if it's a different character entirely, but they make it known that it's a different character entirely. They don't just like right. in passing say Wally West, make it known that it's a different character. Right. You know, 
You could do that in writing, but it wouldn't be that hard. And then boom. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. I like you're that. Right. Speaking of the Flash, though, I do want to. I know we don't usually talk about this series, but I do want to shout out the Flash. And I know you're like, what? They shout out the Flash? Yes, the Flash. CW. They. they I, I'm not gonna say they brought me back. Yuck. But they brought me back for an episode. They had it was, it was an episode recently called "The Man in the Yellow Tie," which is a reference to the man in the yellow suit from season one, where they first uh, had Reverse Flash show up, put Smackdown on Barry Allen. This episode has uh, Eobard Thawne showing up in the present day, uh, working at a laboratory, and not as the Reverse Flash. He's not the Reverse Flash. He doesn't know Barry Allen, and uh, Barry is very suspicious of him because he's fought the Reverse Flash a, a gajillion times. Not just that. If you haven't been following the Flash recently, they've already fought the Reverse Flash at the beginning of this season, this current season. But it was Tom Cavanaugh, and they have him locked away in prison. So now they're trying to discover how there are two reverses, uh, two Reverse Flash. But I mean, to me, it's a pretty simple thing. I mean, it's two different, they're from two different points in time. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but I think this would be a rare opportunity on this show for where we can finally see the two Reverse Flashes act like against each other. That would be extremely dope. Like that would be extremely. Dope. I think we've seen when we've seen Matt Letcher and uh, Tom Cavanaugh in a scene together, but I believe in that scene they were playing Reverse Flash and they were playing Harrison Wells from Earth Two. So to see them both play a younger Reverse Flash and an old Reverse Flash, it would be super super dope. So this last episode really reminded me of those early days. I really can't. It's I really it's, the Flash is damn near unbearable at this point. I ain't gonna lie. But this episode bringing back Matt Letcher. I mean, it really felt like a season two episode. Like, when I see uh, Grant Gustin, when he's, like, acting against Tom Cavanaugh in mm. Reverse Flash, he seems, like, annoyed. Like, he, I know they love to have a great relationship in real life. I think he, he loves Tom Cavanaugh. But, like, he, how he how he reacts, how his Barry Allen reacts to Tom Cavanaugh's Reverse Flash, it's, like, annoyance. It's, like, I'm annoyed. every time I see this guy, I'm annoyed. Here he is. He's back again to fuck with my <laughs> life. But when he sees Matt Letcher's Reverse Flash, it's like instant hate. It's like on-site shit. It's like, I can't stand this bastard. Like, every time. And it's like, they. I don't know. I think he hates Matt Letcher for real. I, think it's, I don't know. I'm joking. But, like, it feels like that. Yeah. And, like, that. it's like he brought something out of Grant Gustin that I haven't seen in years in these scenes. So, the episode was phenomenal. So, I just got to shout them out. That's what we talk about. I'm glad you like I'm glad you enjoyed it. But, uh, you know, do you guys remember that one scene in Attack on Titan? Right? Uh, where the that Survey Corps member was giving CPR to her boyfriend, but then when the scene opens up, like you actually see the camera wide out. Yeah, he was. It's just like an upper half torso, right? So she's out here CPRing like he's just upper half. They CPR That's the flash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's already saying the CWs the no, they, flash is the upper half of that guy. Like, but you know, it's always it's always <laughs> it's a lost cause. With the bang. Yeah, it's a lost cause, but they're still trying. No, they're definitely going out. It's definitely the end. Yeah. Well, next season, definitely the end for them. <laughs> But, you know, go out with the bang. Go out with the bang. So I'm excited. You can look at that reference however you want. Maybe the guy is the CW and you're the girl giving a CPR. <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> no, or, you know the Flash is the you. guy. And the, no, you know, I, I watched one episode. I, I doubt that I uh, helped with their viewership. But moving on. Were we you ready to talk about Obi-Wan? Bro, I've been waiting for this shit. I've been waiting for this shit. Let's move on I to wanna, Star Wars, bro. I, oh, Let's man. fucking do it. Everybody, I said everybody would eat their words, and everybody ate their. All right, time, time, time. So let, let me be the big man now, because I know you're gonna just drag the shit out of the. Oh, whole I wasn't even talking about you. Nah, let, <laughs> let, let, I am man enough. Y'all know already. I am man enough to admit when I'm wrong. All right, George just called it. Reba is actually one of the youngins from the temple. Okay, oh, yeah. 
Let's move forward from there. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Get, oh, get, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Let it oh, off yeah. your chest, bro. That was obvious. We knew she was one of the younglings, you know. We knew she was one of the younglings, but because I knew that this, that was that was going to be like the narrative twist and everything, right. like the big thing for her, which was really cool. But what was doper, what I didn't see coming, which I I didn't, I didn't know how to feel about it at first either, was that she was like hunting Vader. Like right. I didn't see that coming. I thought that she was like. She had given into the dark side completely, which she has, but she's given into her hate, like she, yeah. her hate of Vader, her own hate. Yeah, you know she has no real goals as a Sith other than yeah. to take on Vader and kill him. That's it, and that was super. How cool. did you? How did you feel about that scene where she confronted Vader? Awesome. Were you? It was showed, awesome. It showed his true power. It showed like, it showed the true gap between him and her. Like he was like truthfully scary in that scene. Like, yeah, that was one of the best. I think that was one of the best Vader action scenes we've ever gotten. I'm, like I think it was one of the best better actors ever. I, I was hoping, man, that she did a little better than that. But like, I wasn't mad how it happened. I was like, Vader, Vader's gonna whoop her ass. Though. Like, I thought she was gonna still... fuck her up. But I, I really thought she was gonna put up a good fight. But like, it wasn't that. It, it, no, no. I, okay, I don't want you to misinterpreting. It wasn't. I'm saying it wasn't a bad scene. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like I enjoyed, I enjoyed seeing like exactly what you just said. Like the display of Vader's actual power. I was just kind of like rooting for her a little bit. I'm right, like, like, obviously, she gonna blow in. Yeah, I was nah. like, obviously, she's not gonna win. Like you're saying, obviously, Vader he finds his end in Episode Six. We know that. So like, nothing here is gonna be like permanent, right? She couldn't. She couldn't touch him. She could not. T- this man was using the Force Kung Fu on this bitch. Yep. Every time she moved, he hit her. He hit her with a gentle fist from fucking Naruto, dog. Yeah, who's playing? Oh my gosh! And he. What fucking got me that shit. I called it like 10 seconds before it happened. I looked to my girl, my girl watching it with me. I was like, yo. Great I was like, not that, that too. But okay. Where I was just like, you know what? I was like, there is a good chance Vader has known that she was a youngling out for revenge the entire time. Yeah. I was like, because I be, re- I be reading Vader comics and Vader knows shit that the readers don't even know. Yep. So I'm like, this motherfucker does not miss. He don't. So, and then like two except seconds later. involves his kids. Except, you know, yeah, which, which is a little bit, a bit of a plot hole. But aside from yeah. that, right? It's just like, he don't miss. And like moments after beating her ass, he was just like, you thought you could fool me? He was like, I've known the whole time. He was like, him using you against me was wise, youngling. Like, oh, <laughs> he fucking knew, dog. And then the Grand Inquisitor. Oh, man. You, you don't like the Grand Inquisitor in this, huh? He's okay. He's serviceable. You know, he's like, he's like where it's like, I don't. I wish she was a little, in it a little bit more. I wish she would have got an action scene. Right. It doesn't really seem like this. Don't look like this Grand Inquisitor very mobile. Like it, it don't look like the dude from. Obviously, I mean, it, I'm not. I'm not one of those people who's like he has to look exactly like how I looked in Rebels because I understand the difference between animation and real. Right, right, it's right, not right. going to be proportionate. But like, I did wish we got to see a little bit of his action and his, his stock. Because I remember um, right when she stabbed him, he was when I, I went back and watched that episode the other day. Right when she stabbed him, he was about to like. Use the force on the crates and snatch up Obi Wan. Which right. we could have seen some of that. So hopefully we get to see some action with him in the sixth right, episode. Right. Yeah, like I've seen a lot of. I remember you saying you said something like a couple episodes ago that seemed like you weren't really into him. And I've seen a lot of people not like the way this Inquisitor looks. Yeah, like no, no, no. I'm just like, man, you know, like in Rebels, he he was cool and all, like in Rebels, like, but it's just like you know, the story's not about him. So right. well, at least so far, he's, he's not really like. Prominent to the whole, the yeah, whole, he's just there. The whole series, right? Yeah, he's there to let us know that he exists. You see what I'm saying? It's not really there because it's his story. You know, so I, I wasn't too mad about how he was. It'd be cool if he got more, you know, more action scenes. But I, I, if he doesn't, like, if the the next episode completely ends and we don't see him do shit, like, I'm not gonna. Yeah, be I wouldn't angry. be super disappointed. Yeah, like it's like, just I want to see more of like who we've seen so far: Obi Wan, Reva, Leia, and Vader. You know what I mean? Right. 
Oh, just let's talk about the flashbacks because everybody was, oh, everybody man. wanted the flashbacks. Everybody was like, flashbacks, flashbacks. We gotta have so People were like, if we don't get the flashbacks, they brought back Hayden Christensen for another. What are we, what are they bringing back for? But no one expected them to get the, these flashbacks. They, the the flash, flashbacks to, you know, episode two times uh, when they were still mastering Padawan. People were expecting Clone Wars, Flashbacks. But I was saying before, like, you know, it has to, fit with the narrative too. The fans right. even if it's fan service, right. it has to fit with the narrative to be good. And they did that shit, man. They killed that, that shit. shit. Was fucking phenomenal. They killed that shit. So was this after was this after they they uh he uh, no that, that was, he lost his arm already? No no no. That, and that's that I was I'm glad you brought that up because I'm gonna have something specifically to say about that. Okay. But let's right, let's talk about like the flashback itself, like I love how it kept the parallels between it and the present day because yeah. the whole thing the whole episode felt like an episode of Clone Wars right. because it felt like an episode where like where they would have been facing the enemy on the outside trying to get in you know what I'm saying yeah. like Obi-Wan being a general putting people in their places yeah. telling people like what they Coming had to do to face the yeah. enemy on the other oh, side where it felt and like General Kenobi yeah and, and you had General Skywalker yeah, on the other side, side. But, and, like, and, and they were like going a battle of wits and it kept like paralleling back to that past scene that was perfect and how like he you know used Vader's emotions against him just like he would back in the day and stuff like that like that was because it's not about power like it's like yeah you are more powerful but your your ego and your your lust for power was, was what really defeats your, your patience is yeah. what gets you dog yeah, so you think your your need to prove that you're better is what fucking defeats the shit out of you yep, yep. which is so, exactly what happened at the end real quick this motherfucker bitch slapped the hell out that spaceship out the sky. And it was the wrong one, like <laughs> yeah, no. He knew he would. He knew he knew he would bring that ship down. Yeah. And I love how they had it like struggling to fly away, like he because because he used all his smite to bring it down, open the doors. Bro, the way he ripped open the doors was scary as fuck. Oh yeah. Can you imagine being on the other side of that shit? Yeah, they like, been oh like, oh my god. <laughs> Space Hitler got us, dog. Like, oh my god. Oh no. How, and then how it flew off. And then how it led into the, the Reaver scene, of course, was, was, was magnificent. Oh, but back to what you just said about the whole, like, was it before or after his arm got cut off? Now, it was before. Now, that's what, that was my one complaint. That was my one complaint. I thought it should have been after. So, how do you know if it was before? I saw the hand. I saw the hand. <laughs> but did he even have gloves on his hands? No, he didn't have gloves on. No? Mm-mm. Are you sure? I'm almost certain. I, 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 I can't. I, well, no, 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 no. Well, here's the thing. He had the braid. He had the braid. He gets the braid cut off shortly after that. Because they get married. He gets married to to, uh, Padme like a week after that, right? And then after that, like the Clone Wars have started. And then they like make him a knight shortly after that. And that hasn't happened yet. In that clip, it doesn't seem like the Clone Wars has begun. Right. Okay. I mean, I was just thinking maybe it could have been like an in-between. Because also, I think they, my thinking behind it is that, my thinking is that their thinking was, Okay, well, the scene is about him still being a Padawan. Mm. If we do it in that time period, he's supposed to be a knight. So maybe they thought the scene would have made sense, but how I would have done it would have just been like, I would have had the scene be the same. And then after he beat him, he, he you know, tell him the same thing. You know, you'll still be a Padawan. Uh, I was going to say Padawan. I was going to say Padawan. You'd still be a Padawan in mind, but, and then I would have had him like hand the lightsaber back and be like, but this council has granted you the rank of knight. Like, I would have had it in like that. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. to give him that warning, like, hey, you need to get this together or you'll still be a Padawan in mine. But so this council grants you the rank. That would have been like, because we, we've actually never seen that scene in live action. We've only seen that scene one time in the series uh, Star Wars 
Clone Wars, the 2003 series. Yeah, that, that series that, not, that it's flat not, 2D animated. It's not. Right? It's non canon. Non canon. No, but that's the only time we've ever seen him be knighted before. I, I'm asking, right? Okay, so I'm. I'm I'm on I'm on the fence though about that. I'm gonna have to go look, you know go look at that shit too because I I could have swore when they were fighting, Anakin was pushing Obi Wan back with like one arm. Yeah, you know I mean like it, it looked like when he brought close and he was actually putting pressure on Obi Wan, it looked like he was overpowering him by a lot. And usually like, yeah, you know I mean like you can it emphasizes that kind of shit in episode uh, in episode three when he and Obi Wan fight and the Mustafar at the very end. Yeah, it emphasizes that he can you know he's like he, he's like obviously way stronger than him because of his mechanical arm. You know what I mean? Like, he could put the pressure on him and push him back. Like pretty I have well. to go look back at the scene. Yeah, so I, I'm going to go look at that after this shit, too, because I, I could have swore, like, he had gloves on. Mm. But, like, there's, you know what I mean? I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Mm. I think they were just showing, like, his might when he was, like, slashing down on the, uh... Because I think it was Obi-Wan who actually was holding the one arm. That's what you remember. He, he had the stance. I know you guys can't see this, but he had the stance. I had the stance like this. And he was blocking uh, Anakin, and that's when Anakin started to like swing it. Like he had two hands, and he started like swinging it like rapidly, and he hit Obi Wan's lightsaber. But that's when it like flipped out of his hand. Yeah, but there, there was another scene where he was like putting the pressure on him. They were like they had clashed already. Their lightsabers were actually hitting each other, and like Anakin was just was pushing. You see what I'm saying? And he was using one hand. It, it looked like it could have been one arm. It looked like if it wasn't one arm, it just looked like him straight we'll overpowering. We'll watch the scene out there. Yeah, yeah we'll we definitely scene. go back. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I, I'm fairly certain I. Like I, I saw the point where it, it it showed like Anakin clearly like overpowering him with just straight strength. You know what I mean? But overall though, great scene. I great scene. Great, that great, shit was amazing. Great episode, like flawless episode near. Like I want to give like nine point five. Oh like, god, it was a great episode. That was yeah, I think it's amazing. gonna be an amazing finale. They set up like uh, an amazing, amazing finale. I can guess a few things that are gonna happen. Um, one of them obviously being Vader versus Obi Wan. Obviously, well, okay. If you need, the, but if you need the confirmation. Because I be paying attention to the clues. <laughs> if you need the confirmation, you go look at the uh, the concept art for this series when they release the concept art. Right. You see Vader and Obi Wan fighting lava and stuff in the black in the background, and Obi Wan has on the exact same outfit he has on right now in the series where we left off. Where he has like, he picked up that robe and stuff at the end. And they got right. on the ship. The stuff he has on is what he has on in the concept art, and they're fighting. So that to me is the evidence. They're definitely gonna fight next episode. I hope they fight. I hope we got another rematch, man. I mean, absolutely. And I hope with everything that's happened so far, Obi Wan's just a little bit more in touch with his warrior side. You know what I mean? Yes, 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 yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, I, and this is my yeah. also guess. My guess. My second guess for next episode. So we know obviously nothing's gonna, nothing's gonna happen to Luke, right? Right. But I think Bell Organa. Nothing's gonna happen to him either because I think he dies on Alderaan when it gets blown up. But like. Bell Organ's gonna get like kidnapped by Reva or something like that, and then like Obi Wan's gonna show up and like have to like fight her or talk her down or whatever. I think it's gonna be something like that because Bell is like headed for Tatooine, which Bell is such a dope OG, bro. Like I love Bell Organ and how he was like in the message he was like Obi Wan, I'm scared, I haven't heard from you, but he was like if I don't hear from you soon, I'll head to Tatooine. Like he was like Owen, he's gonna need help with the boy. Like that's such a real OG move. This man out here taking care of his friends, kids. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, like, he ruined, dog. Because, like, like, I don't know. Oh, you did? Like, <laughs> Move forward. <laughs> I'm not going to have Space Hitler knocking on my fucking door. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, he even said he was like, if he's, he was like, if he's, if he's discovered the kids, if he's found you, I like, he was like very terrified. But it was like, he was like, he's still like, he was like, I'll get, I'll go get Luke and stuff like that. Like, yeah, he's, I'm he's, he's, yeah, he's a really great character. Oh, yeah, great character. Uh, do you think alright let me ask I want to ask you this through text but I'm like nah let me save it for the episode mm -hmm. do you think next episode is the end of Riva 
Or do you think we see her again? Uh, I think we see her again. I you think, think we see her again? Yeah, I think she's going to be a very interesting character for the future. Um, I think, yeah. You think so? Yeah. Right. Oh, it was just, you know, here's, here's a better question. Do you think we see Obi-Wan again? Like another season? Another season, another appearance. What do you think we just, yeah. I think maybe in an Ahsoka flashback. I'm so glad you brought that up. And I'm so I glad think. you said the word flashback, man. Yeah. We just be a tandem sometimes. Yeah. I'm happy that you said that. Because. <laughs> so what happened when you both named John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great place for him to appear. And that's what I was also going to say about the whole. How people were like, we need Clone Wars flashback. We need Clone Wars. We want to see the armor and stuff like that. And the flash, that's the place to do it. Yeah. It's not this show. It's that show. Because Ahsoka is so. Her story is so Clone War oriented. Yeah, it's so essential to the Clone Wars that you know I think that's the place to get those flashbacks. Yeah. And, you know uh, she gained the most experience there, right? So bring Hayden for that. You know, have her, that would be it was so dope, bro, to see young Ahsoka and Hayden Christensen oh, Anakin for the first time. For the first time, ever. who do you think should play young Ahsoka? You think just Rosario Dawson, like you know what I mean, like, or something? Yeah, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, it depends. It's it really depends. It really depends. No, you gotta get a young actress. Yeah, I know. That's, I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. Like, yo, there's, there's only so much you want for CGI. There's some shit you want to see yeah, that's like mad yeah, authentic. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I want to see a young actress play the role and really bring the, the spirit to it. Because the Ahsoka actress is Rosario Dawson, right? Is that is that how you say her name? Yeah. yeah okay, so live action. Right? right? Yeah, yeah, live action Ahsoka. She's she's already a woman that's well into her, you know, what forties maybe at right. this point. So it's like it'd be kind of hard for her to play a young bright, you know, like, like teenage 13, girl. Like, girl yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like hopeful, you know, still think the universe is going to be full of peace and shit, you know? Like, I'm not saying that she couldn't. It's no, just like, it's... You want a girl that favors You her. want a girl that, that you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, you want like a young, maybe a younger actress that can still play the part of like the hopeful eye. You know what I mean? He's looking to the future and you see nothing but brightness. You know, you believe in, you believe in like the lighter side of everything. You know what I mean? You don't, you haven't seen anything gray or black yet, you know? You want, to, you want an actress that can do that. And I think getting the older Ahsoka would be kind of hard to pull that off. No, absolutely. Yeah. I think you need a... Yeah, that's something you need. Like, it's it's not like... It's not like a DH thing. If it was like... If she was like 20 and she was working with Anakin, yeah. then yeah, okay, fine. Do a DH trick. But like, no. If she's like 12, come on, dude. You gotta have a young actress place. But that, right. that that's the place to do the Clone Wars flashback. And to see like that Clone Wars armor and everything, like that is the place... To see like Anakin and Ahsoka in live action for the first time, that is the place to do it. And Hayden Christensen says he's down for whatever. For all appearances. For yeah. all appearances, whatever. So <laughs> I'm he back. He's here. Man said shit ain't been working on the farm since he uh no, retired no, back I, since he come no, back. I, no, I think he was I think he's you know, sometimes you like need a break and you gotta come back when you're ready to come back. Because like Star Wars is like such a massive thing to take on. He was like he was like one of the guys of it. In the midst of like, like the prequels, I feel like the prequels. Maybe it's different because I lived through that time, and of course I've lived through the the sequel time too. But like, I kind of feel like the prequels were like a bigger thing. Like when 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 Revenge of the Sith came out, even though even though of course you know you look at the numbers and stuff like that, these movies made more money. Sure, sure, the sequels made more money. But that I, I've never felt anything like that when the like media wise news wise whatever like just the, in the world culture wise I just never felt anything where Revenge of the Sith came out I've never seen anything like that before like the feeling of like something epic is coming and like this cast like he was right in the center of that you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. this like media storm I just feel like it was way different and way bigger than 
uh, with the sequels. Doing. Yeah, you, I've seen interviews on you know, because it was like online. at the time it was supposed to be the end of the saga, right? So it was like this is the big conclusion. He's Darth Vader, so like all that pressure and everything. So I think you know he did some movies after that, you know, Jumper right. and all this stuff. He did some movies after that, but I think he definitely needed a break. I've seen some interviews with uh, with Ewan McGregor, uh, Obi Wan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, like now after the series, and small little clips here and there where he actually talks about how like you know he was excited to be part of it. Yeah, I mean, when uh, when they did the prequels, right? The first, the you know, one episode one, two, and three, he was like really into, real excited, but then like felt like he he might have ruined. Not and, and it, it, I'm a paraphrase that like, he might have he might have actually messed up the series a little because because of how bad the critics took it. He assumed at that time when he did the movies that the critics, you know, I mean, were would speak for everyone. So he was like, right. man, we really fucked up here, huh? Right. Those like, movies have aged better. He, yes, and then he's just like, but now that I've done this series, I'm seeing the generation that those prequels were actually for. Right. It wasn't for the kids that watched episodes, you know, four, five, and six. Right. Right. It's for the kids that now that know about one, two, and three. And I think maybe you know, I think that's the argument for and the sequels. Yeah. In a sense, which yeah, you know, I think there, I think some things in the sequels stuff still could have been written better. Oh, I hated but, the fucking sequels, you know, but you know, because there are some things that are. You know, prequel, prequel, and original. It's it's just generational, right? right? But it's it's still George Lucas. It's still his vision and stuff like that. But you you know, look at the sequels and some of it's just like it just doesn't fit within the vision. But I understand that people love it too. You know. Yeah, you know, you gotta. It's there. It's not going anywhere. So, <laughs> gotta take the good with the bad. But even episode two is is like aged better than like I was watching. Like people used to shit on that movie a lot. I was watching like the end of it uh, like the other day. Oh, when they're fighting Count Dooku, it's like, you know, they're, they're not the best choreographed like, fight scenes and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. pretty epic. Like, the music and everything is just, like, pretty cool. Like, like how he took them down, like, real quickly and everything. Like, it was, it was pretty cool. And then how Yoda comes in, you see Yoda, like, fight for, like, the first time and everything. Like, episode two is, like, not bad. It actually has, like, it has a lot of plot, like, a lot of central plot, like, sets up a lot. So, it's right. Clone Wars and everything. Um, so, I think it's aged better. And then, like, to me, I, I got to give them credit for this because they didn't bring this shit up for 20 years. That whole, like, the the, the audio thing? Mm-hmm. The, did you hear about that? No, no, no. What, what's going on? So, episode two, you ever... A lot of people say, like, uh, the performances were kind of, like, a little wooden in that movie. Uh-huh. That's because, like, all the audio for that movie was lost before it came out. Really? All the audio. And they had to, oh, so they had to record... Okay, they had to so, re-record it. So, over, okay, like, so dub so it like, over themselves. Right. So, some, some words aren't linked with lip movement. Right. So, okay. when you hear, like... So, when you hear, like... I uh, did actually Anakin notice Padme, that. It's like real, it's real like wooden. And right, stuff like that. right. Oh, it's because okay. they like redo it in the booth. That makes so much fucking sense. Like the scenes where like they were falling in love, right? Right. Oh, okay. The so whole that movie. Did, okay, the whole movie, but that specific, specific scene thing is where I noticed the most, like, where the dialogue was a little dialogue off. Feels right? weird, yeah. And like the the emotions behind how they were saying shit just seemed like, and like not indifferent, but it just didn't seem like it, it was one hundred percent into what they were doing. Okay, okay. Right. So that makes sense. And when you when you think about it, it's like they didn't just have to redo that whole scene. It's like, maybe you go, man, you can't make excuses for that. You can still, they're, they're actors, they can still get emotion. But it's like, yo, we got to re-record the whole movie, like, vocally? Like, dude, it's all a big script. I'd be kind of pissed. So when they right. got to that part, they were probably like, yeah, sure, whatever. I love you, Anakin. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't mind it because I told you, I didn't. I told you like a month ago, me and Dustin went on like a Star Wars binge and mm-hmm. we saw all the movies. We saw all the movies and shit. 
I don't know. By far, I mean, I'm pro- probably like what everybody else. Episode three was like the best yeah, by far, easily by far. That fight scene with Anakin and Obi Wan, what the fight? That shit was the best. They put the most effort into that shit. Yeah, you know, the fights, were. the the the, uh, the emotion, the oh, music, yeah. the acting, oh man, the direction, everything. Fucking Anakin fucking was just screaming, "I hate you!" Oh, I, like, I felt the hate. I felt it. I saw it in his face, bro. All of it, the expression, like. I don't know what the fuck if it was makeup or if they just made they made this man run like four miles before doing the scene. And oh, he was like red, sweaty, and angry in the face, bloodshot eyes, screaming, "I hate you!" Perfect. The, the behind the scenes of the movie is really is really intricate. It's like that. You you and, and and Hayden like trained like immensely for that movie, especially for the sword fighting scene. Right. They, they had like been training for months, like before filming it even started. Matter of fact, it's crazy. Like, cause there's so much. Like, I was looking at some behind the scenes stuff in that the other day. And there's so much like uh, set building and so much like costumes and so much like hairdressing stuff that has to be done for these Star Wars movies that like they were getting all that stuff ready and George hadn't even written the script yet. Holy like he, shit. They, so, they showed him like come in. I was like this behind the scenes like he comes in. And he's like he was like man, you guys are moving along. I gotta start writing the script. <laughs> and then it shows like another plaque. Like, some I guess some like whatever months later, or, like, maybe a month later, a week, some weeks later, where he comes in. He's like, there you go, first draft. And, like, like, this is sometimes very unorthodox, but this man is a fucking genius. But it worked. It played out. Absolutely. Yeah, it came out really well. Really <laughs> There's a really funny part in that behind the scenes where, like, they, like, they, they, at one point they wanted to have Anakin, like, have, like, a, well, they, like, concept art of him having, like, a mohawk mm. in the third movie, like, this real rebellious-like look. And um, George just looked at it, he's just like, um, he's like, because he's, he's, George Lucas really seems like a really nice dude. He seemed like he didn't want to shit on him. He was like, he was like, I think it's too much. <laughs> he was like, I just think it's too much. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they were like, then they're, the, the designers are like, yeah, 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 definitely. No, no, no. We, yeah, we thought it was too much. Nah, y'all. Nah, they, they went home with a broken heart, dog. No motherfuckers were crying. <laughs> yeah, Tears coming out of their eyes, though. It was like at one point the hair was longer, and then I think and Hayden Christensen wasn't really like comfortable with that, and they then. What I never realized is his hair. His hair in the third one is actually styled similar to Mark Hamill's in the OG trilogy. It's a real cool behind the scenes. I gotta find the thing and send it to you. Hmm. But I'm excited for this finale, man. Uh, I think it's gonna be super long, bro. I, think I it's hope it's long. I heard something because it's gonna it's gonna like a it's gonna limited uh, theatrical release. Not just this episode, the whole series, right? They're gonna play it as a movie. Is what I some read. some places, but I yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. just the finale is getting like a limited theatrical release before that. Okay, so okay, so that is happening though, right? Yeah, Where they're releasing the whole series like it's one giant movie. Correct. That's fucking awesome. That is amazing. But from that, there's been like some uh, like leaks about the runtime and everything. Mm-hmm. So like, but it's supposed to, the 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 theatrical release is supposed to have like a Q and A with mm-hmm. it or something like that. And I don't know how long that is, but it, the runtime is an hour and thirty minutes. Now mm-hmm. let's say the Q and A is thirty minutes. Right. An hour, I can take that. I can deal with that. I can right. deal with an hour. Cool with that. But if the Q and A is like fifteen minutes, I'm cool with that too. <laughs> yeah. All right, less of that, more of the movie. Right? Right. I'm cool with that too. All right, all right. All right, good shit. But yeah, I think that is it for Star Wars. Highly anticipating this episode. I hope we're right about some of our predictions. Any predictions next week? Well, you said you think Raven's going to be around. Um. No, actually, I don't think that she's going to be around. I would like to see her to be around. Oh. I think she might actually get killed off. Dick Obi Wan might have to. If Obi Wan don't put the chop on her, she might come in the middle of Darth Vader again or the Inquisitor. She'll make them kind of problems. Yeah, not again. But I, I can see her getting cut out. Not cut out like they cut actors off. I mean, like 
guest lights and fucking hack with a lightsaber. You know what I mean? Like, I got to see her die. Talented, talented actress, though. Oh, she's she, great. She, she oh, gets, gosh. Oh, she gets more roles after this. She Hell really yeah. plays that villainous role well. And, you know. If she survives, I hope she, like, shows up in something else. Yeah, you Star Wars. I mean? Star Wars Shit. related. Absolutely. Definitely. She's, oh, she was phenomenal. She, she yeah, because, sold it. I mean, she definitely sold it, for sure. Because, I mean, technically, if you think about it, like, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Reeve was supposed to be pretty young. Reeve was supposed to be, like, in her early 20s. And it's yeah. really not out of the realm of possibility to see Reeve in, like, The Mandalorian or something like that. Yeah, it's a little older. Right? Yeah, like, she'd be, like, 10, 15 years older. Mm-hmm. So it's really not yeah, out of the realm of possibility. It'd be awesome. If she does survive, which, you know, it'd be cool if she did. I don't think she's going to. I think she's going to get chopped in half. But <laughs> if she survives this shit, it'd be cool to see her in the future, you know, in future endeavors and shit. I mean, I would like to see her. Definitely. Especially she pulled out a red lightsaber in the fucking Mandalorian or something. What? Like like the lightsaber that <laughs> that Darth Vader cut in half. <laughs> fucking was wielding like a dual wielder. That shit was cool as fuck. I love how he threw it back at her. Like, nah, you can get your, you can get yeah, your shot. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> get your shot in the you Get your free. Get your, uh, your, your, uh, your fair fight. Everybody gets one. Go ahead. Man, Darth Vader was a fucking menace in that one. Wait a minute. I hope, oh, I hope Hayden gets his damn... Uh, his spinoff, man. We need a oh Vader my series. gosh, that'd be amazing. Eight, six episode Vader series, and I, I love that shit. But moving on, big big announcement from one of our favorite franchises, the Avatar franchise, and I don't mean the blue one that James Cameron has been working on for hundred years. We're talking about shout out James Cameron though, because he's yeah. a motherfucking genius. But you know, <laughs> talking about he's Avatar working on that shit for the the last long time. Airbender. Yeah, <laughs> no, the last Airbender. And what? Well, What's this one? Sokka。Oh no, I was just thinking Avatar. But yeah, same Sokka. I was talking about Team Avatar. Oh yeah, Team Avatar. We can do that too. Taro, Toph. Right. Shit. Iroh. I'm going to Iroh. Can't leave
Her character development was garbage. Her she lost almost every fucking fight. Playing <laughs> as a twelve year old, only knowing airbending, could keep these motherfuckers on their toes harder than she could. And she right. was well, supposed to be. He, he was, was like twelve. He was airbending master. Though. Okay, but she was twelve, dog. She's known how to master her the elements since she was like fucking five years old. She's knew and known how to use almost all of them except for air. Right. So she, by the time her show started, she was already older than Aang was. She was like what 16, 17 or something along that line. Mm. So like she had more years, and they kept emphasizing that she was a more powerful bender than Aang was when he when he started off, by far. And she still got her ass worked every villain. Mm. Well, that's I don't know. That's you see what I'm saying? So it's just like if she's and she was more aggressive than Aang. So like if Aang was a pacifist, so if Aang got his ass worked, he could always just be like, I don't like fighting anyways. She, on the other hand, was supposed to be like. Some kind of like warriorish, like of warrior. Was, a lot of things with anger is like he he beat you with like evasive maneuvers. Like he wouldn't have to like physically beat you. Like you could beat yourself. Like he 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 dodged you to to the point where like it's kind of like rope dope. You get tired or, or not even. That's what I'm saying. Like Ang was more of a menace as a pacifist that hardly hit you than she was as a person that was trying to hit you. It, it just didn't. Right. It didn't. I it think didn't work that, for that's me, bro. Like things, it, that's one of those things. Where, like, it's kind of like we're talking about like Naruto Boruto thing. Where it's like, and it's not the same because I think they have, whereas Avatar has like the same creators, like Korra and Aang, same creators, but I think it's like, um, execution is different. Like how you're showing these things is different. Like how you show like, for instance, it's, it's not consistent with how like lightning bending, for instance, you go to Avatar, lightning bending is this like ancient technique. That everybody, you know, you need to learn, like, you know, it takes a certain level of breathing and all this type of stuff, right? You go to Lesson the Core, the lightning bend in that, like, the factory. And, like, it's just different execution. So I think, like, where where the story, like, has her, like, within the story, they tell you that she's the, uh, you know, strongest avatar. They oftentimes don't show you that within the story. Now, is that a character fault of Korra or is that a fault of the writers? That's the question. But well, I'm agreeing with but you. The writers but create Korra. Korra's not her own being. Like if her character sucks, it's because they wrote her that she's like they wrote her in a way that she comes off like she sucks. Right. But I don't think this is you didn't like. And there, there was a lot of things that okay, so there was a lot of things that that I had a problem with. Another one considering like, we're, we're, the Avatar state. Aang's Avatar state was always like some major power up motherfucker had like three or four voices saying the same words over and over again. It was like some monstrous sounds and shit. Korra hardly had that. Her eyes glowed and that was it. She talked normal. She did shit. You, know, that, you see what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't emphasized that that was like a powerful state in there. Right. You see what I'm saying? She she just seemed like someone that knew multiple bending. She didn't seem like she was a like a force of nature like Aang was meant to look like. You see what I'm saying? Aang, again, Aang was a pacifist so maybe they emphasized it a little bit more then because he was a pacifist but Korra had like she had like no real highlights. Her fight scenes were cool but she never never really won doing anything crazy or anything like you know relying on the Avatar state. Her side characters were amazing. How did she beat, um, what's his name, Zaheer? Was that the flying avatar? Yeah, the flying uh, uh, airbender. Not avatar, the airbender that's, ah, uh, I don't, damn, how did she, how did she beat him? It wasn't, it wasn't alone. How did they beat him? I know how they beat his girlfriend. That was one of the coldest oh, devs in fiction. Okay, all right. <laughs> that was one of the Let me, all right, so again, fiction. so I, I didn't like Korra as a character. I liked the side, her, her side characters, her supporting characters. I liked them because these motherfuckers were gangster as hell. Some of them. Oh my god. Okay, some of them for sure. Okay, some but some of them were enough for me to keep watching the series for yeah. sure. You, you know, know who I wanted more from? Michael. That's the fire one? Or was yeah, that the fire, fire one. The one okay. she was first dating. Yeah. Like, well, he kind of became a cop and stuff like that. He, he, they started to give him a little story, but like... He, he, he just, didn't even have a power up. Like, everybody yeah. kind of had a power up. Like, he yeah, even his brother started. Yeah, like, yeah, lava bending, bending and shit. Like, yeah. Didn't he have metal to it at the end? 
Did he eventually learn metal, or did they, they end him at lava? No, I think he was... No, 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 he couldn't metal bend, but he got lava bend. He got bend. lava bend, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, see, everybody got a power up in this bitch except for him. Right. Like, he just... But, bruh, alright, alright, the whole Zaheer arc was cool because of the side characters. That motherfucker's girlfriend blew her own head up. Bruh. Right? And then that girl, the chick with the... the she had, like, nubs for arms, right? Because, like, something <laughs> yeah, happened yeah, yeah. or whatever. Mako electrocuted the fuck out of her. The other, the the original magma bender motherfucker literally let himself die or he got killed or something like with the magma. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Jahir was the last one. I don't remember how the fuck she beat him, but it wasn't alone. That's for sure. She didn't, she didn't just whoop his ass I can't sheer power sure. will. I promise you it wasn't alone. Because then he like poisoned her or something like that. But then mm-hmm. she beat him somehow though. Not alone it wasn't. It was like the other avatars or something like that, but I don't think it was. Nah, I don't. I, I can't mean, remember, but she beat him. They, she, they beat all their villains. It's just that she never really did it in like dominating fashion. In a dominating fashion. Or even in a fashion where it was just like she managed to just whoop ass like how Aang managed to whoop ass. So you want to see Korra mop the floors. Hopefully this is what we get in this we new movie. We ain't getting not one floor mopping, dog. Like it's crazy. Like Hopefully you that's me? what we get in this new movie, man. I'm excited. I hope so, I hope you're right and they haven't confirmed who it is and we're it's just not Korra, period. <laughs> I hope it's just not her at all. No, I did see the. I saw the three picture things that you were talking about, but I I saw that at the top it said rumored that these right. were the three movies. So well, I don't know if, if it's rumored. Movie. I hope she's not part of the actual list. But if, those sure. are the three movies. I'm okay with that. I mean, so, she, I would have preferred this. Not me personally. I would have preferred this. Um, I would have preferred like a gang, gang like gang like spelled like with ang like, right. like a gang movie. <laughs> Like that's something they do on Instagram. So like they'll spell gang like like but, but spell like ang in the middle. Right. Like like with the with the core cast and stuff like that. But I assume that you could get that like in the Zuko movie. Like you're more than likely gonna get cameos from like ang unless it's like which I hope it's not a prequel. Like I would hate that. Like I don't want a prequel Zuko movie. Like it's boring. Like we know what, what Zuko was doing from four, from fourteen to to uh, sixteen. Like, we know what he was doing. He was I, traveling the world looking for somebody who was frozen in ice. We don't right. need we don't need that. I think the Zuko, if if we're going off of what everybody online is, is suspecting, if it is Zuko, right? It's Fire Lord, right? Already. It's going to be his adventure on finding his mother, I think. Animated? Like, see what animated I think Fire so, because that's actually, that's actually like a comic book story after the show. And and so, you know what? It puts a close on that story. It and, does, yeah, because yeah. at the end of the series, he does ask his father. And he brings Azula with him, so like it, it would yeah. conclude their story completely. So if that's what they do, that'd be pretty cool. Right. Now... I hope it's not a straight up adaptation because I don't want spoilers. I don't. I don't want that cushy shit either. I want it to. You know what I mean? Give me something where you're on the edge of your seat throughout the movie. You know yeah, what absolutely. I, mean? like, I think they're gonna do it up. I think yeah. they're gonna do it up. And uh, I would have thought, but I do, I'm do. I'm happy that we get a Zuko movie. I'm. I'm cool. With, you know, the Kyoshi movie. But like I said, I would have liked a, a gang movie, like where you get the core cast or something like that again. Like they get them get get them together again, but older. That's what everybody's been asking for. You know, a Ang in his prime type movie. You know. And the whole gang together again. So I think I would like to see that. But like I said, I think that we can see that in Zuko, at least partially. Right. So it'd be cool if, we, if the Kyoshi movie, because some people are thinking that Kyoshi movie is going to be what her big dilemma was, where she had to fight against the the Earth dictator, and mm. she like hit the floor and split Kyoshi Island away from him, and fucker fell to his death. Yeah. Or whatever. A lot of people are speculating is that, which I, I don't want that goofy ass shit. That's the way that she actually defeated that guy. I would like to actually see. How she died, and it'd be some epic shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like how Roku, how we saw Roku's little saga about how his 
his Fire Lord best friend eventually just left him to, for dead after he oh, took yeah. the whole island. That was an amazing. That was oh amazing. my gosh, bro! That pulled at my heart like, yo, are you fucking kidding me? It was me? an amazing episode. It was. Like, it was fucking. How you were phenomenal. getting it from like it was like two it was the parallel between yeah, Aang from, and, and Zuko, and they yeah. were both reading oh. the same and tale. Then you see the connection at the end. It turns out that fucking Roku is is uh, Zuko's great granddaddy or some yeah. shit. Like, oh man, like, are you kidding me? Like this is fucking amazing. You just gave them. Oh, I that that scene with Iroh. He was like, he was, yeah, he was, yeah, he was like the, he was like, but they are both your grandfather, something like that. Yeah. He said something like that. He was like, they are both your grandfather. He was like, he was fucked. His whole head was fucked. And, and it made more sense for the whole double dragon shit he had in his soul. And that that you see what I'm saying. The That's why that was that was a dope reasoning for like why yeah his his, his always pulled between good and evil. Yeah. It's literally in his DNA. Yeah. So at first people thought it was just Azula and Iroh influences in his life, but then like that storyline it like you said, it actually showed it was embedded in his DNA who he was. You know what I mean? Right. That's why he was always struggling. That's why no matter what choice he made, he always felt like there was something like lingering in the show on his shoulder about it, you know? Right. Oh yeah. The Zuko Redemption arc and fucking Avatar Last Airbender was was amazing. Absolutely, I fucking loved it. Absolutely. It was, it was funny. It was heartwarming. I, it was like, it was. It, you know, had you had edge of the seat and shit. You know what I mean? Like this motherfucker catered to everyone he could. The best to make up for it. The best moment is like to me of the series. Uh, as far as if you haven't seen it, but the best moment to me is is when you think he's gonna change and he doesn't. Like that's one of the best moments for me. Like the, um, book two. Oh, when he when he when, just, when he joined Azula. When he joined Azula, and you think he's gonna like you because you're like he's been he's been Lee all this time. He went on a date with the girl, and he's seen another way. And yeah, he has. But it's like old habit. All habits are hard to kick, you know. And it's like when, when you've been told this one thing, like this will be the thing that get you in your father's good graces. Mm-hmm. That's all he's ever wanted. And the Azula comes and she dangles that in his face. He gives up on that that new life uh, fairly not not quickly, but. You know, he ends up giving up on that new life and turns on Aang and it was that yeah, that was a dope ending. Me and you got like we got mirror opinions when it comes to shit. Like my favorite scene about Zuko would have been That's not my favorite scene, that's one of my favorite Alright, one of okay, then one of my favorite scenes is Zuko too, because that's that's more fair to say, honestly, anyway. Is I think was it book not three. What book was it where where fucker went up to his dad and told him I'm joining the Avatar during the comic? That was in book three, but book it was like, three. remember? remember no, it was like mid-season, yeah, right? Mid-season. Yeah, okay, so mid-season book three, when oh, he went up to his dad and straight up talked shit and was like, I'm fucking leaving you, you bitch. Yeah. And I'm joining the Avatar, your fucking nemesis, and showed him how to whoop your ass. And he was just, oh, he was just straight up talking shit to his dad, finally standing up for himself against his father, bro. That shit was phenomenal. And then he also redirected the light. Oh, re- showed him that, that his most powerful gangster. attack was nothing to him. That was fucking gangster. Uh, his dad was just like, if you're such a fucking, uh, if you're so over billiards now, why don't you come do it yourself? And he no, because like, that's he, not my the, destiny. The, the sun was the sun was out. He was he was like, because he was like he was like, if you're so like you know big and bad, like wait until the sun comes back out. Yeah, and, he and was, that's when he was like, yeah, it's, it's, but it's, it's not, not my destiny, destiny motherfucker. But he my did wait for the sun to come Hell back. Yeah, he want to show his daddy what's up. I love how fucking powerful the Fire Lord was, because like like the, the power should come back slowly, but as soon as there was sunlight. That motherfucker shot a bolt of lightning and you know instantly. His, his lightning is like so much faster and stronger than the Zula's dog. Zula mm-hmm. has to do that rotating shit. This motherfucker grabbed two fingers in the air and shot like a bolt straight at like instantly, dog. And he Zuko like a fucking gangster grabbed that shit, redirected it on some water bending fire shit, and shot it right back at him, bro. Mm-hmm. Showed him that he he could have killed him with that blast, but he didn't. Ah, oh, bro, Zuko was such a gangster in that scene, bro. I love that shit. I love the Zuko redemption arc, dog. And then at the end. Right, real quick, let's just to, you know finish off on this subject. At the very end of that Zuko redemption scene, or you know the saga when he went up back to to Iroh's tent and was just sitting outside his tent waiting for him, then went inside, waiting for him to wake up. 
And they had that heart to heart. Oh, bro, but twelve year old me was out here crying. Oh my god! And I was, was like, like oh, god. It's like he thought he he thought he, 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 he thought he find lost the words. his uncle. Yeah, he thought, he he thought he lost. He, he's like, I wouldn't be able to find the words. And <laughs> he didn't even need to do words. He just was happy okay, to see. Iron was just like, I wasn't angry at you. I was disappointed and sad. I thought you lost your way. Everybody started crying. Iron zoomed oh, me. Geez. Oh my god, crying like a motherfucker. Dog. <laughs> I'm uh, crying now. Tears everywhere. <laughs> Animated, real tears. I couldn't tell who's crying harder. <laughs> but yeah, bro. I'm excited for those movies though. Regardless, even if it is Coral's bitch ass, I'll watch it. But like, I really rather not be heard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Would right. you Would you like to at some point uh, see like another Avatar? Absolutely, absolutely. Like, past Cora. Yes, absolutely. I don't think because she had a shitty series, the whole series should have ended. I don't think she was. I don't think she That's was like a series killer. You know what I mean? I just think they. Should, I don't think so at all. Like it, she was. It was a bad series, but it wasn't it enough wasn't to give up in the franchise. Series, yeah, no. It wasn't a bad series, man. It was an okay series. No, it is. It was many, okay. I don't too many first, problems with it. I thought the first season was pretty cool. I, I'll tell you this. This, this is my. This is my. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll play double advocate, I guess. I, I loved how uh, different the villains were. Like how, like for instance, like the first season, you know, of course the, the big twist at the end of the season with Iman, I think it was his name, right? Yeah. Is that Iman. he's, of course, you know, spoiler, of course he is a bloodbender in the end we find it out. But before it was like, this is the first like human villain that we had seen. He had like these human troops and they were like anti-benders. That whole concept, which is very interesting, you know, again, execution beside, but that whole concept, very they always had very interesting concepts with the villains. Then to go to the second season and the villain be spiritual and, you know, him having to deal with the spirits and him trying to, like, turn himself into, like, the negative avatar, like, the anti, kind of like the, like, the, you know, if the avatar is, the reverse if, avatar you know, kind of, the, yeah. the avatar is kind of like, you know, if he's, if he's the Jesus, like, figure, you know, then he, then, then this guy was trying to become, you know, Antichrist. So it was like, that, that was very awesome. I thought that was cool. And then to get to the final season and, um, was it Kavara? Kavara, yeah. Kavara. Kavara. Kavara was in the season before. And that yeah. was, to me, that was what was very cool about that. That she was in the season before. They gave her, like, a quick, like, highlight scene. She showed she was, like, real heroic and stuff like that. Right. And then they, like, fast forward some time and she's, like, this, you know, kind of, like, military general. Like, kind of, she's only becoming this dictator. But I think if they had more time in that story, that story would have come out better. I thought it was a lot of interesting stuff going on there. I thought the execution was just like too quick. It was like she's a military general, she's a dictator, she's got a big ass ray gun. It was too much. Yeah, like the ray, the ray gun was what fucking took it. Like you, it was just a fucking a giant ray gun aiming at the earth. Like that was like super like fucking old school villainy shit. It was just like it was too fast. It was exactly. It was like to me, but it was a but it was a cool opportunity to show like somebody from within who was fighting on the side of good could be. You know, through war, through politics, whatever could be corrupted to, to bad. I thought that was an interesting story to tell because a lot of the villains they've had before were just bad. You know, even I, in the Fire Nation, even even right. though, even in the Fire Nation, they showed like the citizens, people within. When when Aang got to like infiltrate them and he was living as a Fire Nation person, he actually got to see the Fire Nation people weren't bad per se. It was just like you know their government and whatever. But right. even but their leaders were straight up evil though. You know what I'm saying? Like their yeah. leaders straight up evil. You go to you know Iman, you know he had evil ambitions. You know you go to the spirit guy, he had evil ambitions. Kavar, like Kavar, she started off like one of them. Like she started off on the same side of them. So to see her evolve into this, um, to this person would have been cool if they had more time to do it. I think they should have switched out certain certain stories. Not switched out. Sorry. I think they should have flipped when certain stories came out. I think the last one should have been her versus that was it her uncle? Right. 
So is there an uncle that did that giant like where you what you just said where you mm-hmm. keep like the antichrist? You thought that should have been the last I one. I think that should have been the last one. That makes sense because that one would have went out with a complete bang instead of going out with a whole basically spiritual shit versus technology. I feel like that's that's kind of like a that concept wasn't isn't too much of a, a attention grabber in my opinion. Yeah, well, I mean, it was like it was like the after effects of that. Yeah. Paved the way for that technology. I think. Yeah, but see, I'm saying like it, it should. I, it, she still found like her spiritual powers at the very end of that season. Anyways, that's how she survived that big ass ray gun blast or whatever. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? So like that would have made sense how she managed to. Because remember, she was in that rut because of everything that happened with uh, what was his name? The airbender, the guy that airbender could fly and shit. The poison was flying. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like so, she was still battling that throughout that whole season, right. which watched getting her ass whooped by uh, by Kavara the whole time. You know what I mean? That's why she wasn't on her game the entire season because she was just still battling that poison. Then she found her spiritual oneness at the end. Survived that blast. It would have made sense how she was able to actually, like... You remember how she did basically what kind of amount to Susano at, during, against her uncle? She turned into, like, giant blue car. And he was, like, giant red like him. And they battled out as two giants in the city. Right. right? So, they have four, so you see what I'm saying? Wait, it so would have made sense. We said, I said three villains. They have four villains. Excuse me. They have four villains. So I skipped one. So right. uh, Iman yeah. was the first villain. Yeah. Her, for her uncle was the second villain. So here was the third villain. Colbert was the fourth. was the fourth villain. Excuse yeah. me, I'm sorry. So, so, they, so like it, it would have made sense just to switch out when certain villains came up. I think. I think. Yeah, I think maybe a different order would have been better for the series. I still think it's shit. But like, so Corey is Corey is longer than Avatar: Last Airbender. Because um, Corey has four books. So was was the one with with what? Damn, I keep missing his name. The flying is it here. Is it here? Zaheer and and Kuara were two different seasons. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, maybe they were it wasn't short. like mid-season kind of break or anything. They were two different seasons. Uh, no, because they were literally two different books. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Then yeah, maybe it was longer than Avatar: Last Airbender. But yeah, I I I, I dug it. I dug it. Kuara, she had that top energy, man. She had, she, had that, she had that one. She had that top energy. She had that dumb energy, man. She had that dumb. I don't know. I'm not, said dumb. She had that dumb energy. I'm not talking about Toretto. She, <laughs> she had that dumb energy, man. She had that top energy. She did. Oh, man. Yeah, she she was... Man, she was a bitch. She was so willing to let her husband get blown the fuck up with the ray gun. She was still kind of hot. <laughs> In an, in an animated evil. Oh, I say calm down so it's an, just in a, a in a, in a, in a animated evil terrorist right, lady kind of Calm down so it's just a droid. First of all, she's a terrorist. Second, calm down <laughs> so all, First of all, she's a terrorist. You know I'm saying? We, we don't negotiate or lust over terrorists. I right? wouldn't negotiate with her, sir. <laughs> but moving on. Wait, wait, wait. I got to what the fuck is going on. Let me make sure this is all good here. I feel the wiggle. I got to what the fuck is going on for you. I just feel like that's a that's a recipe for a disaster. Man, it sucks because like I 
Well, first let me say, it, it sucks because I felt like maybe had the creators of Avatar stuck with Netflix, right? I'm not saying they should have given in to whatever differences Netflix Or Netflix stuck with them, right? Oh, yeah, okay, right. Had they stuck with each other, I feel like we would have had more of, like, a broad, like... They, they, it would have been, like, open to more more things you could have done to that world. You see what I'm saying? You wouldn't have to censor because of Nickelodeon. You wouldn't have to follow Nickelodeon's rules. You wouldn't have to do this. You wouldn't have to do that. You could do practically anything on Netflix with your avatar last airman but they walked away or they you know both parties decided to separate however that went and now netflix is just kind of like doing their own thing without really consulting the source material creators that and that's just like man you know like fuck that sucks it's such a tricky situation because like yeah i mean you're gonna want to stick to the creators yeah i mean it's like you're not necessarily out of loyalty just because they made it they know what the fuck people like they know what they know what they're doing you know what i mean right now you got fuckers here that are like it, it just screams M. Night Shyamalan Malama's fucking movie and shit, dog. <laughs> like, and that shit was garbage as fuck, bro. That shit, I saw that shit in movie theaters with my little brother, dog, and I think that's the first time he heard me cuss in public, bro. The oh, my God, that shit was, like, just garbage as fuck. The casting doesn't look bad, I guess, but I just, I don't know. I, I'll probably watch it. I'll give it a try, right? I'll give it a try, because it, it's a series? I think so, yeah. Right, I thought I heard it was going to be that's what I was gonna, or some shit. Uh, the, the, the point that I was going to make, though, is that you know, the more that I think about it, I haven't seen any of it yet, right? Right. The more that I think about it, though, I don't think it's necessary. For what? The live action series. Oh. It's, it's yeah. To me, Avatar the Airbender is one of those things, like, it. Like, I went to go see the movie, right? The M. Night, uh, I won't try to say his last name. But disrespect man, like, this guy just did. He's a pretty good director. He's had some stinkers, man. He's a pretty good director. Oh, boy, he had some stinkers? Hey, now. He's a pretty good director now. He's had some good movies, too. Name five. Okay, I'm going to five. Five. I'm about five. Wait a minute. Right. Un- uh, Unbreakable. So, one class. So two, two movies make him uh, a great director? Damn it. There's something else that I really like of his, too. I can't think of it all right now. But let's, I don't want y'all talk. J. Cole made five basketball shots on that Canadian, Canadian team. Is he a That's great not the player? same thing as Mason. Come on now. That's not the same thing as Mason. If he made two... No, 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 no. Two movies? No, no. If, you make two, if you make two great movies, you make movies. <laughs> I, I didn't say he wasn't a director. Two movies, good movies, makes you a good director? I don't know. Listen, I'm, listen. I'm, not, I'm just saying he has made good movies before in the past. That's okay, all, all right. Saying. Okay, that's yeah. that's different than saying yeah, he's good at making movies. Like, yeah. no, no, no. He he's made two make good movies. Okay. Name five. I'm not going to. All right. All right. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Moving on, like I was saying. And not Shyamalan Malama. It, it seems like one of those things where it's like, it's meant for animation. Like, okay, you can read it in a comic book, and even then, you still can't get the dynamicness of you know of uh, of Aang, you know, swirling around on the uh, air scooter, or or you know, or the ferocity of, of Zuko's fire when you hear it, you know, swoosh and everything. Like, it's just the things that you can do in animation when they're jumping up and down and dodging each other and stuff like that. Mm. It's just built for that. Like, it's built to be shown in that way. Like the things that they're able to do, there is no limits to the animation. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't yeah. limit the you know the movement and stuff like that. It's kind of like when I think about uh, Alan Moore in Watchmen. Mm-hmm. You should watch um, Alan Moore. He talks about like Watchmen and how like how he he wrote it to not be made into a movie. That's no shade at you know because I like the movie. I like the movie. Um, there's no shade at people who like the movie and love Zack Snyder and stuff like that. There's no shade there. But I'm just saying, like, he, he if you look at the interview and stuff, Alan Moore, he said he wrote Watchmen not to be a movie because it's meant to be, it's meant to do things in there that can only be done in the comic book. Right. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 
even drawn in a way to where it's like supposed to only be to fit into these panels and then like when you try to like translate it's very difficult because it's like these things are meant to be put into a world that's limitless and unfortunately film even though we have great imaginations film is not yet that world where it's like it has it ha- we have some limitations you know what I'm mm, saying there are some right, limitations right, right. so it's just not that world here where it's like where you have um, a comic book or an animated series where that you could be more limitless with the you know the things mm. that you can do so I think about it like that like I don't I don't know if I want to see like a toned down avatar yeah I mean it's it's because even if yeah, it's just, I don't know. We don't. It's, we, it's just the and I'm pretty. The fan base doesn't have. I'm you too. Here, well, this, this, the fan base doesn't have good experience with live action. Right. Yeah, we don't have it's, absolutely. Yeah, or even with a series that is supposed to be that dynamic, and then translating it to live action, yes. we don't have a good track record with that. Yeah. Do I have to bring up Dragon Ball Evolution? Or, yeah. you, know, <laughs> you can just bring up Avatar: Last Airbender or, uh, or Street Fighter. Uh, the Chun Li movie. Dog, I almost vomited in that fucking Avatar movie. This <laughs> motherfucker, he needed a candlelight to be able to move fire around, dog. I almost screamed in that fucking movie theater. You remember that, that, was, shit? that was the most disrespectful part. Oh my that was god, that was horrible. The, the firebenders needed like fire to like that. To, was, the firebender, you get yeah. the one thing that was different in this in this movie. The one thing that I can genuinely say was kind of cool was that angst tattoo. Was like a little tribal, like, like yeah, it was like design, little, yeah, yeah, design to it. That was the only thing about this whole movie that that was like like extremely different from the show. That I was just like, okay, that's kind of cool. It kind of makes a little sense. That's the kid who played it and did an okay job. You think he did an okay job? He did okay. You think so? He's all right. I mean, he you can't really blame him for the shitty like movie. I mean, right, he was like fucking like literally this. twelve years old. Of he, he definitely had the innocence part down, but the 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 excitement, the exuberance, that that that. That attitude that Aang carries, even though things are like bad, he didn't have that. It didn't help that he was actually like twelve years old, and then Katara was like nineteen years old in real life. It was just like that's. There was supposed to be some aspects of like interest and romance and and small innocent flirtiness here and there from the two of them, and it's kind of hard to sell and when this chick's like almost a grown woman and he's like literally just learning how to wipe his own ass. You know what I mean? I think, so I think in the Netflix show, I think she's close. I think she's closer in age to Zuko than. Oh, that's weird too. Ah man, I hope Netflix doesn't just like distort the whole fucking story, dog. Yeah, I hope they keep the major key points. I don't don't have like when it comes to adaptations of Netflix, I don't have a lot of faith. I mean, shall I bring up Death Note? Death Note. Oh, I still have not made it three minutes into that Netflix movie. Oh my god, I watched watched the first two minutes, and I was so angry. I turned it off, and I tried it again about a year (laughs) after. About a year after, I tried it again. (laughs) <laughs> and I think I got to this like, like three minutes in he was like sitting in the classroom or something like that and you know he's he's not light Yagami you know he's he's they, they completely whitewashed it. he's light Turner yeah. it's like okay yeah. they, they, that's just dump him and whitewash yeah. <laughs> it's just like white out yeah white out like <laughs> it's, it's just, he's light Turner now <laughs> like alright and then he's like he's not the top guy in the class anymore he's not like you know he, he was never like Mr. Suave but he was like he had a coolness about him because he didn't like give a fuck and stuff like that. This one is like all like he's simping for chicks and everything. Just like oh I man, I if, wasn't rocking with it. If I'm not wrong, I think Light Turner was actually yes. There we go, Nat or Nate Wolf from the Naked Brothers Band. 
You remember that shit from Nickelodeon all those years ago? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the Net Wolf or whatever. The I used to love the Nicky Brothers band. Are you kidding me? Are you serious? I used to watch that shit re- religiously. Oh, man. Me? Yeah. You're looking right at him, bro. Oh, my God. This is... Damn, am, am, I, am I about to forgive him for this shit? Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, 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 no. Let me see the picture. Let me see the picture. Wolf, right here. <laughs> you guys are currently showing it to him, right? And boom, Death Note 2017. He was like Turner. He, um, was, he was the individual that we just claimed was dumped in the white, uh, white out. I'm fucking sick to my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> they turned Light Yagami into the, the oldest the brother from the Naked Brothers band. God damn. Yes, they did. Let me tell you something real quick about the Naked Brothers band. I was rooting for them harder than y'all, the women out there was rooting for the Jonas Brothers, okay? Y'all, the reason the Jonas Brothers blew up and the Naked Brothers band didn't. Fuck y'all. That, that's all I got to say. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> oh, God, that oh, Naked Brothers man past like part of the reason why I stopped watching Nickelodeon. Period. I'm just, like, were they, were they like an actual band or was it just a TV show? I have no idea, Doc. I really don't. It was just I was like their age and wanted to throw off from the cringe just watching these motherfuckers. Like, like Naked Brothers, hated the motherfuckers. I right? liked it, man. I, I'm be honest with you, I totally don't remember like an episode, but I remember <laughs> like I remember. An, I swear to God, I don't remember an episode. Like honestly, like when you. Like showed me that picture, like all of it came back. It was like some Mandela effect shit. It was like, <laughs> it was like, oh shit, the Mega Brothers band. I remember like, yo, I turned that on. Like I remember they had a movie and shit, like yeah. to conclude the series and stuff. Like I remember all of that, but I don't really remember the plot of it like that. I remember hating on these motherfuckers hard. Though. I remember there was like a couple episodes where they were hanging out with like older girls and shit. I was just like, how is this allowed? Where are their parents? Who's just letting them hang out with these like? Older girls. Like, they the the Brothers Band, man. Fuck that. I'm saying, like, you can't be like this. You're going to tell... What the fuck? This is wild. This is... So, call Child Protective Services or something. <laughs> they don't talk to this. Yeah, enough of these motherfuckers out there. I, ah, so, man, he was light yogging me. God damn. <laughs> I mean, light Turner. Fuck. You know what? Nah, man. I can't forgive that shit, man. You got to publicly apologize. And then we'll listen. You gotta publicly apologize, and you gotta do the theme song for Three Geeks in a Pod. Get your brothers, <laughs> <laughs> and the Naked <laughs> Brothers band gotta do a theme song for Three Geeks in a Pod. We will forgive you for that Light Turner bullshit. I had no idea that Light Turner was, was yeah. the, the Naked, Naked Brothers. Brother, bro. This is a fucking clip for sure because <laughs> I don't think anybody knew this. This is a clip. <laughs> this is a clip. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what is it Nate Wolf is it Nat Wolf because I usually ain't Nate like N A T E you know what I mean this motherfucker's mm-hmm. name was N A T no I think it was Nat Nat yeah ah, see I wouldn't even know I hated that fucking show dog completely garbage not a surprise that he was like Turner bro honestly I could, he I, said not a surprise not a surprise you know I would have guessed Naked Brother Band too nah <laughs> you know what when you said Naked Brother Band you know what my head went to uh-huh. it went to that other show from uh, Nickelodeon but it was like a band. Oh, uh, now what? Well, damn. Was uh, it big time? Big time. <laughs> yo! Oh, I thought you were gonna say that. We're just going down like memory oh, lane. That's, that's, that's when it was time to cut that <laughs> off. That's when it was time to cut that shit off. What the fuck is this? Big time. Right? I'm saying I'm here for SpongeBob, Avatar, and Danny fucking Phantom. Y'all really gonna sell me some like fucking? What made you think I wanted like like sit here and watch a boy band? Like not just fuck? that. You giving me? You not just giving me? You giving me fucking? Uh, uh, Fucking Save a Lot brand uh, 
Board Street, <laughs> Backstreet Boys, yeah. Come on, man. Jesus Christ. You're giving me that knockoff shit? I'm fucking big time roast. Like, oh, great, great value, Backstreet Boys. I don't say, oh, bro, the whole, the whole thing is just... Nickelodeon got giving us out of giving us out of sync. Yeah, right. <laughs> out of sync, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Like, oh man, this Nickelodeon got weird for a while there, bro. Definitely, definitely. You know, it was also weird than the whole like you know, even though they had the iCarly's and that stuff, and they had you know great success with those shows and the Victorious and all that stuff. Yeah. Wasn't that dude on some weird shit? The producer and I don't want to put no allegations out there on nobody and say this shit I don't know about. So don't, don't come for me for this shit. You talking about the feet thing? There you go. Yes, oh, you know he man. said it too. Yeah. Don't <laughs> Fuck. I heard that rumor too. I don't know if it's real or not, but they said the Nickelodeon sign is a foot because this motherfucker was attracted to feet. Now I didn't hear all that, but I'm I like, heard that. But you know, it was like it was like an emphasis on feet. Like all, all the, the time, yes, the I know, shows. and that's where the the conspiracy kept going. Was like, yo, y'all noticed the symbol look like a foot for a while. This motherfucker was trying to be Tarantino. And, <laughs> <laughs> you can't be Tarantino and with every, a bunch of like, Almost kids. every other episode, for some, if it wasn't our Carly, it was victorious, and if it wasn't fucking victorious, it was on another one of those Drake and Jock shows. You see what I'm saying? It always had feet in it. Sick bastard. He thought he was. He thought he was Tarantino, <laughs> but you were doing it with Victoria Justice. Get out of here, you sick. Fucking Drake Bell, Josh Peck, feet, 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 everywhere. Like, yo, <laughs> what is happening? I always thought it was weird, the emphasis on feet, just to find out as an adult, this motherfucker had a fetish. Like, oh, man. Yeah, man that's real bad, especially when there's a bunch of child actors, man. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yo. Real, bad, real fishy it's there, This fucking suspect as hell. Real fishy. We just ain't talking about the feet, man. Yeah, like, so, oh, mm. man. Oh, that was weird. Yeah, all right, let's, let's push past yeah, this shit. Moving right, on, moving on from Nickelodeon. Let me, hold on, let me, let me, let me pull up my handy dandy uh, <laughs> notebook here. Another Nickelodeon pun there. Yeah, one, of, <laughs> one of the happier ones. <laughs> right. Better times. I was like, you seen when fucking uh, Steve came forward and let and dropped that uh, that I'm proud of you speech some some a year ago or some shit like that. Yeah, you know, I did. I proud of you? Oh, bro, that yeah, shit. that shit did touch me a little bit. Oh, man. my God, that I shit. Was, I was about to sit here and cap like a motherfucker. Like, man, man, you, man Steve did nah, that shit for bro, a check. Shit I, I, know he, I know Steve did that shit for a check, and it still touched my <laughs> heart. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> I know he got paid a good amount of money for that shit yeah, and yeah. tell me what I wanted to hear. He did, like, and, a reunion or some shit like that, right? Oh, yeah, and it's like, I'm proud of you. Like, <laughs> I was happy crying for real at work one time. I know they got something else here. What you got? I got it here somewhere. Keep, 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 <laughs> keep, keep, keep us going. Keep us going. <laughs> yeah, bro. That motherfucker was on that. I was. They played it on Nickelodeon, and that shit went viral as hell all over social media. Hell yeah. Cla- oh, some classic news. Some classic news. All right. Um, the Yu Yu Hakusho uh, OVA, the, the two-part uh, OVA that came out, uh-huh. it's, it's finally getting dubbed with the original cast of the English, wow. the English dub, which is, I'm fucking excited for that shit. I am fucking excited. I've been waiting for that for so fucking long. I love that cat. That's probably one of the best dubs ever. Uh-huh. That's probably yeah, that's probably one of the best dubs ever. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So I definitely can't wait for that. And I hope I hope like at some point we get more New York show because like we live in like the era of we're like in this era of like listen Hollywood is already like you know creatively bankrupt, <laughs> but like. We lived in this. They are, you know, they're creatively bankrupt, and we live in the era of reboots and bringing everybody back. But like, if we're gonna do that, man, bring you know, Dragon Ball is back. You know, we got Boruto. You know, bring Yu Yu Hakusho back, man. I heard Bleach is coming back. Some shit like that. Like, get, yeah. get uh, Yu Yu Hakusho is the like to go to me, man. Like, it's 
because like to me it's like this weird in between uh, and I mean like tonally stylistically everything like it's like this weird in between Naruto and Dragon Ball Z like Naruto is like let's take the entire thing like seriously you know what I'm saying like it's got this real deep message and everything like that great action and everything like that Dragon Ball, it's like it's 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 let's have fun with it, you know what I'm saying? Right. Big explosions, like it's, it's you know techniques and great fighting, great action scenes, stuff like that. Yuuksha's like in the middle of that. It's like it's got a great story, it's got like these great fight scenes, but it also it's like not taking itself like extremely serious. Like right. it's 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 got like some levity to it, and it's like it doesn't it does it's not trying to tell you like this crazy overarching message. Even the main character is not like he's not like. I mean, of course, you know, he's has like those chosen one aspects in it later on in the series. But in the beginning, it's like he's not this chosen one dude. He's he's not even like the hero guy. He's not the, the usual archetype. So it's yeah. just like Yu Hawks are such a legendary series, and I think we need either more of it or more series like it. So It'd be cool because, man, I'm not gonna lie. Like with Yu Hawks, right? Uh, Yusuke, right? That was the main character. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of left it like kind of like a little opened, sort of. In yeah, my opinion, with his like more, his whole. Part demonic like powers and shit. You know what I mean? Like right. they told us he had it. He, he used it one time, and then that was kind of like the end of it. In the end, he could control like spirit energy and demon energy. And they just yeah, it was like he like he's he stayed behind the demon world like for a couple years like to train right. and everything. But that we didn't get to see like what that entailed right. like and everything. We just saw him come back at the end, and then he like you know we assume he's gonna marry Keiko. And, right. Yeah, it's just like we saw the whole demon form thing which was kind of cool which is cool but it's just like it, from that point on right what's his answer his name Ryzen Razor Ryzen right. so yeah, he, tra- like, he, he trains him and then Ryzen dies yeah and then he you know because he refused to eat like human flesh or some shit right, right he refused right. to devour people because of the woman he was in love with or something mm-hmm. like that, right? and then Yusuke helps like the underworld choose its new leader by doing a tournament or whatever the fuck and yeah I remember that I think I actually I might actually have the Shonen Jump novels with that here Oh shit! But just so you guys can't see it, obviously, but I actually have a like a small section of my. You take uh, a picture of that posted on. The I, page. I will. I will actually put it on the page. I got a small section here of like the old school weekly Shonen Jumps where they had like the newest chapters for like you know maybe like five or six different series and shit. I'm pretty sure I have the dark. I think I have the dark tournament here, right? Or at least the ending of it, right? Um, the ending, if not the ending, up until right before El, uh, younger Taguru went 100, percent right? I think up until that point, and then I have escaped because you know it's just stopped getting it for a while, and then I think the very ending, where Yusuke was sat here and, and went up against one of the contenders to be the leader of the the underworld, dude with the that son, mm. right? Dude that had a son and was like threatening to kill his son if his son ain't forfeit or whatever. Dude never opened his eyes, right? And then he comes back from the demon world, and he like they all go to the beach and shit. And, Kind of just ends there on a happy note. Mm. Kind of shows like where everybody's at, little montage, and that's like where the series ends and shit. I think I have that one here too. But yeah, it, it just kind of like left that whole he has like a demon heritage, like kind of like they kind of like rushed past it. So if they do bring it back, or if there is like some kind of reboot, it'd be cool if the next saga not necessarily revolved just around that, but if they can like give us some of that in that saga. I think also, cool. like a lot of you know, a lot of these new like uh, like the, when the animes come back these days, like, right. they like to introduce a new protagonist, right. and like maybe even still have the old protagonist around, right. or have them both around now, or something like that. Have like you know, t- uh, a, a, a protagonist and a deuteragonist, whatever. But um, it'd be cool if maybe we had Yusuke and the next spirit detective, 
Because it's okay. a it's a lineage, you know. It's like a because um one of his final villains in the show was the previous spirit detective. Right. And then there was like he met the one before him as well in the series. Mm-hmm. So what we didn't get to see was the next spirit detective. That would have been cool to see because I'm assuming they would have had to pick one. It'd be cool if you if if they do that. I don't think I'd want to see you scary as like like an already like damn near fifty year old man. No, 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 yeah, no, no. I, I wanted to I would be like, like, still like some, 25. Yeah, maybe. yeah, still a young adult type of vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, where college, he's still prominent. College age or something. Yeah, he's still prominent and, like, young enough where it's just, like, he's not an old foggy that we just got to ignore now. No, no, no. Like, I, I don't want to be able to relate. Okay, I, I don't want to only, <laughs> only be able to relate to the new spiritual detective in youth. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, where, like, it's, like, it's more modernized with just them. You know what I mean? I want Yusuke to still be, like, where I'm, like, okay, I can relate to, you know what I mean? Like, I can see myself in that, not really, but, like, you know, when you fantasize about the stories you listen to. Ooh, mid, we're mid-20s. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, it would make sense. You see what I'm saying? So, it would still make sense. Right, and being 90s, you know, being 90s kids growing up with Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, yeah. 2000s, so. uh, you know, Toonami and all that shit. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to see Yusuke as, like, a 40-year-old man. It's just yeah, like, well, where's like, the age of my have, have a spirit detective that's 15, like yeah. he was in the beginning, and then have him be, like, 25, and be, like, the mentor to the spirit detective. Yeah, instead of the enemy, which yeah. is, like, you know, what his most, like, some of his stories were about. That would be interesting. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. But it was an announcement from, was it? Uh, HBO Max, right? Oh, yeah, HBO Max. It was HBO Max. They got all the announcements. They got all the fun stuff. Um, (laughs) People are going to think we got like a deal with them. We talk about them so much. Like, we got something. (laughs) HBO call us, man. We won't disappoint. I am fair with negotiations. I hope that you don't disappoint with that bread. (laughs) (laughs) But they got a new. uh, it's a movie, right? A Batman animated movie. film, yeah. Batman Azteca. Which you want to take this one away? Is that yeah. Yeah. Oh, because why, Georgia? <laughs> why? That's not why. Why? That's not, I'll, I'll, Is it I'll because I'm Hispanic, Georgia? No, no, I'll like, do it. I'll do it. Nah, it's all right. You already said it. I'll do it, Georgia. <laughs> all right, because I'm Hispanic. He wants me to do the, you know, to to nah. give you all the details of the new Batman it's Azteca movie because it's set in like Aztecian times. Mexico right stuff. in Mexico, which by the way, I'm not even Mexican, bro. That's right, not, and I know that. But, All right. but it's like you saw the Hispanic, and you were like, "Yeah, you know what? He can relate to that." Like, you know, I it's literally you, not why George's. That's that's you got to start looking with your heart, bro. Not <laughs> All right, deeper than the outside. You know what I'm saying? I thought we were cooler than that, but okay, I guess. Right. No, it's really just because I forgot the details. Actually, so it's set in Aztecan times, right? So Batman's an Aztecan, is right, and then he. It, it starts off apparently. Where it's like the child of a tribal leader. He's the, tr- the the child of a tribal leader, and he, uh, I guess along the way, conquistadors, the Spanish conquistadors come and they murder his his fa- his father, the leader, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that puts him on the path to becoming Aztecian Batman. Correct. Uh, so like it's you know what I mean we I don't know if we have any more details past that. There's a little bit of concept art, I guess. Yeah, uh, concept sure. art that's on the internet right now. He's he looks exactly what it sounds like. A Batman stylized and acts as Tekken like outfit. Honestly, you know what I mean. It, it, there's not much past that that you can really talk about. It's just a guy that looks like a, he's wearing bat stuff. The suit looks awesome. Yeah, it, it looks like it looks like it's designed well for what we're we're going for. You I, know per- what I mean? and you know I personally love to see Batman with brown skin. I love yeah. it. I love to see a Batman with brown skin. <laughs> I'm sorry, I do. Yeah, no, I mean I wouldn't. I, I'm definitely interested. I didn't see this coming. I, I had no idea they were going for something like this, but it's I'm definitely there for it. You know, absolutely. I'm definitely gonna check it out. I love I love these like all these animated movies. Um, speaking of animated movies, Jensen Ackles announced he's going to be playing. Which we, we kind of already knew that, right? 
because it's a new DC animated universe they're building up. Right. But he's going to be playing Batman again. Again? In another, okay. in another upcoming animated film. Oh, okay. I don't know which yet, but he, they don't have no title for it yet? No, no, no. no? But he'll be playing Batman. I find it an amazing job as Long Halloween. Like, I, I, once I, I watched the first one, I was like, I can't wait to see more, like, oh. of his Batman. He didn't stand out for me. It wasn't like I did. It was a good movie, right? But it wasn't like I was excited because of Jensen Ackles, obviously. It was just like, okay, you know. I, I love Batman movies, so it's like this. You know I, mean? I, I prefer them. I prefer the Long Halloween movies probably more than the New 52 Batman movies. Just because, like... Uh, you, you lost me there. I didn't think they did. I didn't think they did those stories justice enough because they had to cut a lot out of them because they were so because they only had a certain amount of runtime and, right. and I get that you know I get that, right. but they cut out some essential storylines, man. It just didn't come out that good. And I I, I, I like them. Oh, you're wrong. They're not that bad. And, and okay, you know what? I'll give it to you. The one for for one, the one movie that was just like, what the fuck am I watching? Was the Hush movie. That one really didn't. I didn't actually that, sit well like, with that, that one. That's like until it like you know what. I don't hate that movie. I don't hate it, but it is kind of like odd because it starts. It's like a complete like copy of like the book. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then the big reveal at the end is just it's like, like, huh? A spoiler if you ain't see it. It's just hush isn't really hush. It's fucking thriller. Uh, it's the thriller. Which just, which okay like that downplayed a lot of the movie, dog. Yeah, it, but it's like it's one of those things. Remember we were talking about like how people wanted like Tom Cruise to be in Doctor Strange, and we were like not enough people would not enough people would get it. Right. I think that's the thing with the thriller thing. Like, in the, okay, so when Hush came around in, like, the early 2000s, like, I remember, like, this is when I first started getting into comic books, and I remember when, during that time, Riddler had gotten cancer, and he took a dip, he, like, paid, like, or some way to get to, like, a Lazarus pit, and when he put himself in Lazarus pit, it cured him of his cancer, when he came out, it gave him the answer to the riddle that he could not answer, who was Batman, and he realized that Batman was Bruce Wayne, so in the 2000, just like in how they do in the movie, right. now, again, this is from the early 2000s in the comic books, but during the in the comic books, he didn't use this like to like destroy Batman. He like came back and was like, he's gonna be better Batman. He's gonna be a better detective than Batman, like because the it cured the Lazarus Pit cured his insanity. It got rid of his cancer, but also it cured his insanity. So it became he was like determined to be like the world's greatest detective now. So like they kind of took some of that and mixed it in with Hush. And that's how you get the whole like yeah, that, that, was, that was a really shitty way to do that. Thing. Yeah, I thought it was weird as well. I thought it was weird. That as was well. a really bad way to do that, honestly. Man, you guys, uh, oof. call us, man. We we uh, <laughs> we got some ideas since we're just all free balling here. <laughs> yeah, and I don't, I don't, I also don't like how in those new Fifty Two Batman movies they take the um, the relationship between. Dick and Damien, I don't like it because it's essentially it's essentially the Tim and Damien relationship mm. changed into. Yeah, it's, I, I, listen, those Damien Wayne is like top five comic book character for me. Like he's yeah. in my top five, so like I don't like to see and him and Dick's relationship is like top three like relationships for me like uh, in, in comic books. So to see it be turned into like this like big brother little brother fight thing, like I, I don't I don't like that. I don't I don't like that. Hey, man. I, mean, I think it made sense for the movie. Especially when it like continues like throughout the movies. Yeah, but that's not sorry. I didn't mind it because they didn't have a Tim Drake. See what I'm saying? So like had and, they had a Tim Drake, it would have been. That was a thing too. Like that was a that was a thing too. That uh, was a thing too. That was like, what the fuck? Why did you have Tim Drake? I didn't mind it. It kinda made sense, especially for Damien's character. You don't got a Tim Drake, he's gotta he's gotta sit here and annoy the fuck out of somebody. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, so I, I didn't mind it. To me, like you didn't need that I mean that movie. You could have just done Tim Drake. In which movie? 
in in the Son of Batman movie. You could have done it just like uh-huh. the book. I mean, you don't have to do it just like the book. Right. But like they like they even had Dick Grayson. Like that's that was that pissed me off too. That Dick Grayson lose to Damien. I know it was like he was through some trickery, right. but like that was supposed to be Tim that lost to him through the trickery. Like he you know took him as a normal child and then he like threw a fight threw a fucking grenade in his face and shit like he defeated excuse me he defeated Tim like rather easily like that but he does it to Dick Grayson and Dick Grayson is like such a like he's so like watered down in those movies yeah. like that is like the worst Dick Grayson for me probably like animated wise cause it's like I'd say that it's Young Justice Dick Grayson is the best right cause it, that's it's arguable that that one is better than the comic books but that's it's it's uh, up and down okay. it's arguable because he gets more respect right but it, again arguable because of the history and everything the kind of ones you gotta put respect to source material so let's say they're on equal footing let's, let's say that right. then after that maybe I'd go you know back in the day I would have said Batman animated series maybe I still will for the, for the early seasons when he became Nightwing when he was like all like edgy and like hated Batman all the time I loved that as a kid but now I don't. It's like that's not Dick Grayson. It didn't make sense to me. Like I always thought it was like it was a little over the top. Yeah, it was like, why do you keep coming back, then, bitch? Yeah, it's like, like he clearly wanted to hate him. Why? Are you, yeah, why are you here? Go away. It's like that was a little over the top. In the early seasons, it was pretty spot on. Like, yeah. It was pretty spot on, pretty good. Like Dick Grayson banter with Robin and stuff like they didn't have like a ba- Batman and Batman and Robin banter. Like they didn't have a bad relationship and stuff. Like right. they were good partners. That that was pretty accurate. But I think the Young Justice is just a notch or two above that. Then I'd say. For Dick Grayson, the Batman, the the cartoon, mm-hmm. I said probably that one after that. Now, after that, it's debatable whether this is Dick Grayson, but I think it. I think it's pretty clear that it is. After that, I go Teen Titans. Because even though that that Robin is like nothing like Dick Grayson, he's a pretty like solid Robin. Pretty like yeah. like solid. I thought he was Dick Grayson. He is. Oh okay. He is, but he's like he doesn't have like the. He's like super serious. He's actually like more like Tim Drake. Like he's like he has like Tim Drake's suit. He has the staff. He has like a more serious attitude. The only thing he isn't, and he isn't like a hacker in that show and stuff like that. He isn't like a tech genius. But like he's his attitude is Tim Drake ish. But he's Dick Grayson though. Even though they never outright say his identity. There's like a flash back scene where you can see his like family and then trapeze are you're like okay let's do crazy you know what I'm saying but some people and to me this is like this is pushing it but some people have even tried to say well it's still Tim Drake because he was there when it happened but that's like a stretch because it's like oh yeah he's gonna he's gonna remember that really like when he's having his flashback moment right (laughs) like come on so I think and then after that I don't know I can't even think of any other Dick Grayson Brave and the Bold Dick Grayson was pretty it was alright but after that I like literally that new 52 animated movie Dick Grayson is like bottom of the barrel for me. He's like bottom of the barrel for me. I even hate his design. He's like, he's got, he was like the weird chain and stuff like that. Yeah, his, his civilian clothes were weird. I didn't, like what era was he supposed to be from? Uh, he's like the third season of Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah see, I, I don't, yeah, I didn't yo, just like. Pa- yo, Polly, didn't we going to? Yeah, oh. yeah, it's a real mafia-ish dog, like, <laughs> oh, Italian, no, no, Italian, like, mafia-ish. Yeah, like, no, not mafia, not, not weird. No, but see, I, I didn't, I didn't mind him as, I didn't watch those movies because I thought Dick Grayson was going to be awesome. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I kind of figured they were going to write him however they were going to write him. You know what I mean? 
But damn, don't even have my boy in there then. Don't do him like that. <laughs> nah, he's too big of a character to just do him like that. But yeah. I'm excited for Azteca, though, for sure. I didn't, I didn't mind Dick Grayson in any of those movies. He just, again, I wasn't there watching it for him, so I was like, I didn't put too too much of a... I didn't sit there and, like, not nitpick, but I didn't look at every detail to know if it was, like, you know, accurate or enjoyable or not. He was there, he was there, he wasn't, he wasn't. You know what I mean? Ooh, you know, something to... Um, okay, so... I'm about to take us into the next segment, but I'm also going to do like a what the fuck is going on. Yes, a second what a second what the fuck is going on in every one and one in one episode. Two what the fuck is going on? <laughs> We're just confusing this bitch. But it's going to literally lead into the next subject. So it's, it's Jack Quaid, right? Who plays in the boys? Which character? He plays Huey. Huey, I have no idea. His name is Jack Quaid. Guys. All right, his name right. is Jack Quaid. You, I, he's Huey to me, bro. Okay, so <laughs> Jack Quaid. From the boys, you know, he also this voice actor. Okay. He also, which is funny enough, I think it's cool. Cool trivia is that he was in Long Halloween with Jensen Ackles. He played um, the the Falcon son, the one with the glasses at the very end. Who died? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, spoiler. They, they thought he was holiday. Oh, spoiler yeah. or whatever. They, they thought he was. Watch holiday, the right? damn movie or read the book by now. Come on. Right. right? So, okay. <laughs> so he was in that movie, but he's you know he's also he's also doing the voice of Superman. In um, that Superman show, that's supposed, that's that's the what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on with um, was it Lois and my adventures with Superman or something like that or my adventures something like that? Remember there was that anime esque series where right. we had like they were like Lois and Jimmy and Clark were like the main characters and like it's more about them like being reporters or young reporters or something like that. Fucking waste of a goddamn show, but yeah, I remember. Well, right, we'll see. We have to see what the show looks like first. But if, if we've only seen a poster, but if it's if it's a good series, I think it'd be interesting. But he's gonna be like the voice of Clark Kent I wanna see like what the fuck is going on with that cause it's like I forget that he's like he's actually gonna like do you know that voice I forgot about that <laughs> no I had, I had no idea he was he did that much you know he had that much diversity when it came to hero shit right cause I definitely didn't know that that was him as the Falcon so. no I had no idea I had none. man that's that's crazy I, I, we haven't heard anything about that show huh no that's what I'm saying like what the fuck wow. is going on with that and even Cape, Cape Crusader too Batman Oh, that's right, the Cape Crusader. What Three, the what the fuck is going on? Right. <laughs> God damn. Like, I want to know what the They're fuck really is going on. They're really keeping us in the dark with this shit, huh? Yeah. Cape huh. Crusader, I'm really hyped for, but, you know, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little worried. You know, J.J. Abrams, you know, I love Bruce Tim. you know, shout out Bruce Tim, but he's done some weird shit. You know, that Barbara, that Barbara Gordon shit he be trying to pull is weird, but shout out Bruce Tim. But I'm scared because J.J. Abrams is there. But Matt Reeves is supposed to be involved. So we'll see. Maybe JJ Abrams is just their name only. Right. But yeah, what the fuck is going on with that? With the My Adventures in Superman, whatever it's called. Hmm. I completely forgot those shows. Were but I ma- out, it made me think about it because I saw I, I saw that Quaid was doing the voice for uh, Clark Kent in it. I was like, oh shit, because I know we're talking about the boys. Right. But yeah, but let's talk about the new episode of the boys real quick. Which part? <laughs> which, which which which. Picking up where we left off in the previous episode, which is episode five we were on now. Uh, six will be coming out this week, uh, which is hero guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be interesting as fuck to see on TV, dog. No, absolutely, honest, bro. absolutely. Oh man, this is this show is not for the faint of heart one, and it is not for you to be watching with your parents. To tell you that, that is some shit you need to be watching on your own, people. It's the it's the shit that you would do, would change the TV when your parents want. Yeah, like yo, you, you the, had to, you had that good uh, the previous, yeah, yeah, click previous, 
go right, and then they go when they leave the room, go right back to HBO after dark. Every Saturday night, <laughs> George's stars in Nickelodeon, Nick and Knight. <laughs> ja- yeah, yeah. <laughs> jacking off in George Lopez. <laughs> oh, no, no. All right, TMI, but all right, yeah, so the last episode of the boys, right? Here, moving forward. What Homelander is losing his shit, dog? Holy crap! Like we, he was already on a steadily fucking mental decline. You know what I mean? Like you already we've seen it, but it's just like man, it's getting like it's getting like scary, man. Like this this motherfucker is to the point where he has the people in his office, like the CEO, not CEO, like like the shareholders or whatever the fuck, sitting there and like terrified, terrified, bro. Like all this all this one woman did, all she did was ask him about the numbers that were going down, what his plan was to fix it. And this man lost his shit. Oh my god! I thought he was gonna laser her in half, bro. Yeah, I thought he was gonna kill her right there. I thought he was, but then that one chick. What's her name? Ashley. Ashley. Ashley, you could embarrass yourself. Yeah, she saved her life. You know, she saved her life, though. It, it's funny that um, Ashley's been put in this position now. Like she's CEO. Yeah, right? it's, it's really because she'll just do whatever the fuck. Whatever the fuck, dog. She. Oh, she's a. Wow, she was a confusing character, dog. Because at one point, I felt sorry for her because she was out here pulling out chunks of her hair. And then you find out in the beginning of the season, pulling her hair while she's having sex is her kink. And then you find out later on, she's even more weirder shit when she pulls out that fucking American American dildo thing. <laughs> oh, man, she's just like, you know, she's uh, she's she's got weird character development, dog. Like, this is not one I can stand behind, honestly. <laughs> but I'm interested to see where it's going. It's, it's when the she can stand behind. Oh, bro, she is on some <laughs> shit. Because then, like, okay, in this last episode, she almost, it almost looked like she could, didn't completely write off her humanity. Right? Because Stargirl went up to her, right, during one of the, the parts and was just like, Starlight. Starlight. What did I say? Stargirl. That would be copyright infringement. All right. Starlight. <laughs> Starlight went up to her and was like, yo. How are you letting Homelander get away with this shit? You know this motherfucker just killed the that one dude that was like a boy boy dancer, uh, uh boy band dancer. What the fuck was his name? A license to drive, Mr. License to Drive. Yeah, yeah, that motherfucker. You see what I'm saying? Like he, he she was like, you know he killed her. What happens what happens, you know what I mean, when when he completely loses his <laughs> shit? And it, it looked like Ashley for a second was gonna give her the location of Maeve, right? Because Maeve went missing, right? Because Homelander jumped their ass, right? So she was like, where is Maeve? Ashley was just about to give in, but then she had like a moment of like, I guess like, like realization, like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like a Homelander. So she was like, nah, nah, fuck all that. Next time you come talk to me, make an appointment, bitch. Like, so it looked like for a moment there, Ashley wasn't completely gone. You know what I mean? Like she hadn't completely lost she herself to the bullshit of humanity. Ball. Yeah, but, but it, then she completely reverted back, bro. It's interesting. I feel like all the characters on the show, like good or good or bad, you know, quote unquote, are all on like low reserves of humanity at this point. Yeah. Like even Huey, down to Huey, like he's down, like he's like, fuck, I tried it every other way. Like everybody's kind of like at their wits end uh-huh. this season. Oh yeah, because Huey started off the season where he thought he was in a real good place. One thing went wrong and he's like right back to Butcher, like, yo, we got to kill everybody. Well, it's, it's it, it, I think it's the fact that, that, that he feels like the one thing is like, it makes everything else a lie in his mind, you know? Yeah. Everything else in, in his life becomes a lie because of that one thing. Yeah, and it, oh man, it's and yet you're right. I think it is. This is a really good example. This season's a really good example of how everybody's at their wits end, man. Because A Train, A Train wasn't necessarily like he wasn't for or against like Homelander and, and too much aspect, but Homelander been fucking with him this whole season because he can't run mm-hmm. right because of his heart condition or whatever, whatever it was that happened last season. Yeah, but A Train's a piece of shit. Oh, he's, he's a, a huge piece of shit. This man gave information to fucking Homelander that resulted in the death of that one dude that was in the star. And it didn't even really help him. No, nothing. It did nothing for him. He gained no standing at all. 
the deep is out here fucking with him. The deep. The deep. The deep. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows. Anybody that watches the show knows that the deep was literally the butt and clown of every jo- like. He was the clown and was the butt of every joke in this fucking like this team. Yep. Yeah, I mean, this motherfucker literally like tried to save a dolphin, and killed it in the process of saving it in first or second season. I don't remember. <laughs> and then like the whale. Remember the whale? Thought the whale was gonna stop Huey and the team, and he just like ran right into that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was like the butt of every joke, like the entirety of it. Now he's out here smacking around a train. Yes, it's not a good look in an A train. A train tried to take his brother's advice and tried to fight for the little people of his community, you know, of, the, of his black community and whatnot, and then brought that racist hero over there. And that man started whooping everybody's ass. <laughs> I, okay, I see people like I see people like uh, react to that. Honest people like that's it's heavy on them. Like first of all, like I, I don't I don't believe in the whole like it's too heavy on the political thing because like the boys always like it's borderline on like parody and like making fun of like like political things everything like it's 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 right. like always like poking fun at like every every little it's situation out, yeah, it's every, out there definitely. in the world so i don't really find it like a big deal for him like like when he was like i was fucking dying when he was like I'm, he was like am i getting canceled is that what that was happening here like i was dying laughing like i thought that shit was hilarious so i see some people like oh they're getting they're getting too political and uh, it's like bro well, whatever. shut up yeah like it's a like they haven't pulled any punches in any scenario so far what makes you think they're gonna pull punches in the political area you know what i mean come on man. <laughs> Like, yeah, that motherfucker lost his shit in that little community center, though. He started punching people, throwing them. I think he killed... He, no, he didn't kill He hurt uh, A-Train's brother really bad. Oh, God. Yeah. Because you, you didn't see that part, right? I did. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He made it where he can't walk ever again or some shit. Oh, broke his, shit. Yeah. I didn't see all that. Yeah, he broke his shit real Spoiler bad. Spoiler alert for for three weeks in the pod. I didn't I didn't oh, finish the boys episode. I'm sorry, guys. But he did. That's what, you know, he... <laughs> yeah, I can't punish all of us because he ain't do his homework. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so I won't spoil too much by talking more about it. But, yeah, our last episode was a, was, a, was a good episode. I fuck with it. How'd you like Soldier Boy? Um, he needs more screen time, man. He's not getting enough. Yeah. I don't know what side of the what, what side of the line to, to look at him from. Like, he's like, he's got, obviously, very, he's a playing Captain America, obviously, right? Well, not, well, that's the thing. He, he's like, he's like the Captain America, like, from the memes. Like, you ever seen those memes where, like, you're like, Captain America just coming back from 1945? And he, I mean, like, yeah, he not sees, being confused. He sees, he sees a black couple he sitting saw down the open. Bro, he saw a gay couple like, staring at them like, what the like, fuck? What? Yeah, like, this dude is, this dude's a menace, Yeah, bro. yeah. He's, like, but, yeah, obviously, he's, like, a parody of Captain America. So, like, I, you don't know. I don't know specifically what they're going to do with him. Because he obviously seems like he's a very angry individual right now. Not because he's just angry, but, like, question. he just escaped the, the Kremlin. You know what I mean? He just so escaped from Russia. This is a question. I didn't fix the episode, obviously. But... So MM, I was I was under the impression that in the first season they said that MM's father worked himself to death, mm-hmm. worked himself to death. Like he was working and like and actually died died like, like a like heart attack or something. You know, what I mean, they worked himself to death. Right. Now it seems like he's been killed by Soldier Boy. Is that like a retcon? But I, then and then I also heard the legend guy say that there was a cover up. So maybe what we were hearing before was the cover up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like whatever. Maybe, because I was under the same impression as you, but I don't think they flat out said that his father was part of the murder. It said He kept saying that Soldier Boy killed his family. Correct. It could easily be that after his pops already worked himself to literal death, that you know what was left of his family was killed by Soldier Boy in some freak accident or whatever. So they could go in that direction too, but you're right. I remember, I remember the same thing as yeah, you. I'm not yeah, sure if we have a Mandela effect going on. No, 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 no. I know. It's, it's, no, I believe yeah, that's I, I'm, it. I'm pretty sure I remember the same shit, which is why we'll put him on that path to, to seek justice or whatever. You know what I mean? Right, absolutely. Like, the fight the fight that his father failed at, you know what I mean? It was the whole idea. So I hope they don't wreck on it. I hope it is like... Well, you know what? I, I don't think... 
I don't think I'd have a problem with it being retconned, honestly. Honestly. Because they did mention the cover up, so they didn't. They're not leaving too many loose ends if if that is the case. You right, know? right, right. If it, yeah, they, so they, if they, they, they do it right, you know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah. turned the original story into a cover up, and then essentially, like, if he was working to expose Soldier Boy, right. he still essentially worked himself to his death, right. essentially. Then, so maybe it works. Right. But I don't, I don't know. Okay, so is it they, as long as they keep going in the direction they're going, you know, what I mean, with you know, leaving no stone left unturned type yes, shit, yes. and I, it wouldn't be that bad. It wouldn't be that bad. Next week, Hero Gazin! Oh my gosh, dude, that is that is gonna be wild. Back to my HBO After Dark Days. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is not for the faint of heart. And oh not man, for you parents, if you guys, guys have not, if you guys have not checked out, I, I super enjoyed this. If you guys have not checked out the boys spinoff Diabolical, check that out. Check that out. It's, uh, eight, it's also eight episodes, animated shorts, um, different animation styles. It, it's like the it's like the Star Wars visions of the boys. But it's like, you know, different animation styles. The first animated short is like, uh, I don't know, like, like the boys, the boys, yeah, the boys meets Looney Tunes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just think about that. The gory aspect, the craziness of the boys meshed with Looney Tunes. That's the first short. So, Diabolical is amazing. Um, some of the shorts take place, like, seemingly, like, in a world similar to the one in the show. And then some of the episodes seemingly take place in the comic book world, which is really cool because... I really think that the boys could potentially get a uh, animated series as well, based on the comic book. It's so? not, it's not what's, it's not out of the question because it makes me think about how like okay, so Amazon has uh, Invincible, but their um, a studio is making an Invincible movie that's separate. Really? Mm-hmm. It's going to be live action. They've been working on that for some time. Huh? It's in, yeah, it's been in development for a little bit. So, you know, that these are separate projects. They're going to be different adaptations of the same right. thing. So I think there's potential for you to do. Now maybe you don't do. Maybe you don't do like. Maybe you keep doing diabolical. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. but like keep having like adaptations of like the comic book world in it. Because like one of the coolest uh, episodes of diabolical was the pusher, which which is like showed like this. This drug is a drug dealer like for the superheroes mm. and comic book butchers in the episode. And like he, you know, he coerces the, the, the pusher into like lacing uh, drugs for the superhero. I think his name's like Whirlwind or something like that. And like it's a crazy fucking episode. Like, I mean, it's 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 fucking nuts. And it ends it ends with the perfect fucking song. It's play play Pusher Man. It's a <laughs> super classic song at the end. And just yeah, I, I just I, I want more. I really really want more. Diabolic. That shit was phenomenal. I think oh you fucking listen I. I, I you know what? There's an actor in there who you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" You know, I'm just gonna tell you. You don't, you don't care. Go ahead, go Fucking Don Cheadle isn't is diabolical. Really? Because I was like, "Is that Don Cheadle?" I listened. I was like, "That's fucking Don Cheadle." I was like, "That's Don Cheadle." He's in an episode. I won't tell you which one, but you are. Yeah, yeah. He did a fantastic job. Good shit. That's a versatile act. Hopefully, maybe they can get him in the in the uh, show. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. A good actor. Absolutely. Hey, phenomenal actor. But I think we got everything. Did we hear that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we all got right, all the we, we hit everything. Hell yeah. And it is time. For what? For. For what? Shameless. Promotion. There you go. Promotion. <laughs> all right, you go first. Promotion. Let's go first. I was trying to do some different this time. Like I was like falling yeah, down. That's and you're like falling down like a deep uh, reservoir. Promotion. Right. Like... <laughs> Just like if you were falling, no, I'm saying like you were falling off a cliff, and that's the last thing you said. Yeah. That's why I kind of wanted this out in the time. 
Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I'll go first. Fine, fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, what do we got? Oh man, I am. I know I said they was gonna come out earlier, but I'm clipping them together, man. I'm, I'm clipping the TikTok series together now. I got the first episode almost clipped and edited together. I'm gonna do the second one or second. I guess we call it episodes, whatever. They're like three minutes long. But the John George Speak series on TikTok is coming soon to my TikTok. John George is 96. You also find clips of Three Geeks in a Pod on there. Three Geeks in a Pod TikTok coming soon. I'm on Instagram at SunJG S zero in JG. Very easy to remember. Uh, <laughs> three Geeks in a Pod on Facebook. Follow us. Give us a like. I mean, we appreciate it. Check us out. Um, shout out upyourgeek.com. Still, still rocking with those guys. Still love those guys. Check them out. I'll add them. Um, I think that's pretty much it for me. All right, cool. All right, uh, <clears throat> my turn. John number one. <clears throat> <laughs> Y'all can find me at Young Wolf Art on Instagram. Uh, y'all, I'm I'm trying to work on my own. Uh, I, I've had a an art page TikTok for a while. It's just I'm not super super like you know present on there. But I've been trying to make more of a presence on there lately. You know I've been dropping more more videos. They're older than my Instagram, but they're newer to TikTok. So it's the same name, Young Wolf Art on TikTok. Uh, so follow me there. Follow me at Young Wolf Art on Instagram. Uh, this week I'm working on a Chris Hemsworth uh, side profile. It's gonna be. Uh, gonna <laughs> be you, I'm sorry, that's you. Cause you said crim, you said crim. I'm like, oh shit! I, my whole, I got excited. I'm like, he's making a crimson chin piece. Fuck yes. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I'm not making crimson chin. If I do, I'll leave. I'll, I'll let you know. I don't know what the fuck you were weirdly excited for that shit, but I, Yo, I will chin, definitely man. let you know if I make a crimson chin. But uh, talking about a Chris Hemsworth superhero, right? Side profile, right? Uh, it's gonna be Thor Ragnarok inspired. Uh, I'm gonna try to have it finished before before July. Uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. I'm working on a sketch right now. Y'all can go ahead and find those on my story right now. But uh, I'll drop like when I get to like the midpoint, I'll probably drop an actual process video. So y'all stay on the lookout for that. You know what I mean? You know, give it a like, give it a comment. If you like it, yeah, but let me know. If you don't like it, let me know too. So I cuss you the fuck out. Y'all know y'all know the vibes. Y'all know. Okay, that's that's it. Y'all know the vibes. That's a great way to get people to check you out. <laughs> Threats of physical violence, that's the way. That's, that's better than uh, the customer is always right. <laughs> no, not here you're not. <laughs> hey, man, thank you. Always, man, appreciate everybody that listens. Man. Everybody <laughs> tunes in. As much love as appreciated. Hey, check us out next week. Thank you. All right. Peace out.